Welcome to PowerPlay. I'm Sam DeLev, but in Port Ruby, I'm Dr. Caden D'Alto. What you are about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes, q-u-e-u-e-t-i-m-e-s, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and welcome to PowerPlay, uh, season three, episode five. I, I am sort of once again stunned we have arrived at the halfway point of another season. It's like they go by like that. Um, so welcome. Uh, I'm Rick Budge, Game Master, and uh, these lovely and talented people are, in no particular order, uh, Caitlin Bruder, who is our Benny Beckett, and uh, Omar Najam, who is our Vion Vigor, and B. Zelda, who is our Ulez Galley, and Sam Villette, who is our Cadrax. Um, hi, everybody. And uh, I wanted to, as usual, throw a special thanks out to Jake and Lauren and the mods and everyone at Times for doing what they do and, and making this whole thing possible for us. We love you people. Um, so, yeah, your subs and your bits go to help support Times and keep this all running. And your donations go uh, into the tip jar, uh, go to the people you see on screen. That is our Feed the Cast Fund. And uh, to that end, uh, to help grease those wheels, uh, we have some rewards, and here's how they work. Um, if we get to $50, uh, as usual, a point of community determination for the team. Right now, there's one point of community determination in the bank, and I think... Uh, Benny's got one, Vion's got none, Cadrax has one, and Ulez has two by my count. So uh, uh, determination's still going at a premium. So that's $50. And if we get to $150, uh, the mysterious benefactor, as you know, inside of the game, our team has a mysterious benefactor who sends them gifts that have been sometimes helpful. And outside of the game, we know that that benefactor is you, the chat. And this week, the chat can provide the team with a doggy flying kit. Uh, the flying kit includes doggles for doggy to wear, a doggy aviator cap, and a little harness uh, that lets the flyer, whoever it may be, carry the dog on their back. Um, so, uh, yeah, that is the doggy flying kit. Um, a very practical gift. And uh, so far, just by the way, you have uh, you, you all have been incredibly generous with the team all season. You have gotten them... Um, power nullification handcuffs, four medium range earpiece communicator, state of the art lab equipment, and state of the art computer system, uh, which has all been helpful or probably will be very helpful. And the doggy flying kit, maybe, will be the most helpful of all. You can never really tell. So, yeah, doggy flying kit. And if we get to $250, as usual, the after credits lore drop, a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. So, you can always see these tiers in chat with the command unlocks. And if you can't help us out by donating, you can always help us out by liking and commenting on our YouTube videos or sharing our tweets and helping promote the show and stuff like that. We really appreciate all that stuff too. Uh, and of course, you know, fan art and things like that, y'all have just been killing it. The fan art has just been knocking us down. Lemon Twist, I see you and your stuff's amazing. Benny punching the snowman just bowled me over. And oh my God, we got, we got so many good pieces coming in the last couple of weeks. It just, there was a hypothermia from 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 uh, Bryn, I think, and I mean, just we we love this stuff. Thank you so much. Like, really, we like share it and talk about it in private messages. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, you can get PowerPlay uh, merchandise. There are T-shirts and stickers available with uh, Caitlin's awesome character art available uh, at the Q Times Teespring store. Yep, there's the logo and there's the sticker thing. Uh, and uh, Jake will pump that link into the chat for you. Oh my God, I think we've already opened up the first. Uh, 
the first tier. Wow, thank you, everybody. So, team, you have two points of community determination to start off the game, and we are on our way to the doggy flying kit. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Um, yeah, so power play merchandise, uh, blah, 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 blah. The game we play here is called Icons. Uh, it is published by Ad Infinitum Adventures and was created by a cool guy named Steve Kenson. You can check him out on Twitter at S. Kenson. And uh, the book edition I have is published by Green Ronin. Looks like this. Uh, I, I haven't checked in a while. They were sold out last time I checked, but you can still get it as a PDF, and it's a really cool game, whether you play uh, with, with our particular hack or, or, or the actual rules. Very cool stuff. Try it out. You can follow the show at Powerplay RPG on Twitter and on Instagram. Powerplay is now available as a podcast for the podcast inclined. You may find that wherever fine pods are casted. And unless I am forgetting anything, I don't think I am. Those are the announcements. Time for Powerplay. And, uh, yeah, so, previously on Power Play. The team was hired to investigate the death of private investigator Max McCray, who had been shot on November 17, 2020, while allegedly breaking into the Perfecto building in Avalon. Uh, the team started investigating, but their efforts were disrupted when Port Ruby Police Headquarters was attacked by a super calling himself Big Problem, who the team eventually managed to capture. Big Problem later revealed that he had been hired by persons unknown via a note left on the door of his apartment, but before the team could follow up on that information, Vion, Ulez, and Kadrax responded to a burglar alarm at Max McCray's former office. There, they found an intruder had taken some files about a company named Lockhall Technologies and an another file about a woman named Gabriella Yates. They went to Gabriella Yates' apartment to search it, but before they were done, Vion was called to City Hall by his sister Amira, who had recently taken a job as Mayor Rona Carter's chief of staff. Uh, Vion and Ulez arrived at City Hall to find it under attack from a super calling herself Hypothermia. Uh, with the well-timed intervention of Benny Beckett, the team defeated the attacker and learned she was hired with a note that was just like the one Big Problem got and that her likely target was the police commissioner's office. Meanwhile, Kadrax, who had accidentally scared Gabriella Gates almost literally to death, accompanied the old woman uh, to a hospital where she learned that Gabriella had, find, had hired Max to find the missing body of her sister Maria, who had died and was allegedly buried in 1931. She also had no idea why anybody would want to steal her file. At the end of that long day, Vian and Ulez returned home to find the police finishing up a search of their apartment. Wondering what it was all about, Vion went to postcog the floor, and that is where we pick up. Vion, make your postcog roll. I would love to. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Uh, all right, that is actually rolled off where I needed it to go. Uh, that's going to be a five. A five. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay, that's a moderate success. So let's see, what do you get for that? Okay. Um, you're broadcasting to Ulez. So yes. uh, you and Ulez see 
you know, you go into that little dream postcog world and you see two cops, one tall, who I will cast with uh, Travis Fimmel from Vikings mm-hmm. and uh, Fimmel, Fimmel, I'm not sure. Um, and uh, one short who I'll cast with Scott Kahn from Hawaii Five-0. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kick the door in and uh, they are both wearing black tape over their badge numbers and their name tags. Uh, so you can't see what their badge numbers or name tags are in the vision. And Sandy Carpa is in the hall behind them, and he's yelling, uh, you can't go in there. And uh, the short cop turns to him and says, we got a warrant, Pops. Now get lost. And I want to have to cuff you. And Sandy backs off, and the short cop closes the apartment door. And he looks at the tall cop, and he says, what now? And the tall cop says, trash the place. Make it look like we're searching for something. And the short cop says, all right, what are you going to do? And the tall cop says, what we came here for. And that's all you get. Well, (sighs) I do not understand what I witnessed. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to cast something, if that's okay, Rick. Yeah, absolutely, and you don't I have would, to wait anymore because you got your uh, your little minor change last week. Uh, yeah, uh, which is great. Uh, very. Oh, useful. by the way, it looks like we have opened up the doggy flying kit. Doggles, oh my god! Doggles. Thank you so much, everybody. So before we move on, just real quick, Omar, remember what you were about to do. The yeah, cast. Let I me ask it. you here: the, yeah. the little doggy aviator cap. Would you prefer it? You go over the dog's ears or the ears poke through the top of the cap. I, I have contributions. I want the ears out of the cap so they can match Ulez, who wears a helmet out in public with dog ears because that's how they believe they can blend in with society. I think if we have a little bit of doggy shielding, because like the eyes, the ears are kind of vulnerable to the wind, but their uh, dog has prick ears. So like the tops of them and then just kind of like a little half circle sort of shape. Yes. near the bottom where like, like the ear yeah. bits are right. <laughs> perfectly <Yep>. put <laughs> I like that. okay so yes that is what they will look like um thank you so much everybody uh that just leaves the after credits lore drop so i guess we get yeah, yeah, man, yeah thank yeah, you yeah, yeah. uh okay vion what were you gonna cast i would like to cast detection what what kind of detection um actually you know what? first really quickly as I'm talking to Ulez, um, well, it looks like they uh, looks like they just searched the place and they took all of our stuff, all of our hard work. As I'm saying this, I'm unplugging all the appliances that are in the apartment, including a ref- the refrigerator. Okay. Uh, and also, I'd like to really quickly open the refrigerator. They trashed the place, They're, but like my food and stuff is still in there, right? Like I had some like iced coffee and stuff. Um. Yes, the, the refrigerator is undisturbed. Good. Okay, great. We'll come back to that in a second. Don't worry about it. Um, I like your I am, priorities. <laughs> I unplug everything. And, uh, and then once everything is unplugged, I would like to cast detection. And I would like to detect uh, yes. an electronic power source. Oh, okay, okay, I see, okay. Um, Okay, first, make your roll to see uh, if you can turn detection on. Um, Your magic is level three. Yes, so this is to see if I can cast it. That's going to be intellect plus occult plus roll. So that's going to come out to 10. Hey. 
All right, yeah, that will get a turn on uh, detection at level three. Okay, perfect. So now I roll my magic here. Uh, that's going to be an eight. Five on the die. Plus the old three. Not bad. Total eight? Yes, that's correct. Hope you got a one, Rick. Okay. Um, it did not get a one. Mm -hmm. uh, it's mm -hmm. a moderate success. A low okay. moderate success. So what I'm going to say is you definitely feel some electric somewhere in here, but you can't quite find it through magic. Okay. You know what? That's perfectly fine. Um, what I would like to do then, let's just, let's rush through this because I've been thinking about it. I would like to um, pull out my phone, my cell phone, mm -hmm. and uh, I want to turn to Ulez and give a thumbs up because we're going oh. into acting mode real quick. Yes. I would like so, to- Ulez, sorry, it's just like, while you're doing all of this very hard work, Ulez is like patting down like the dirt on like yes. the, the plants that we got back up and they're just like Aww. pruning some leaves. So they're busy in the background. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, great. This is, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, so as Ulez, as you're doing that, I think there's two things I want to do really quickly. One is I like to pull out my phone and I would like to call 911 because when you're looking for a criminal, the easiest way to do it is to call the cops. Then you'll find one. Um, so anyway, I would like to call 911. And 911, uh, what is the nature of your emergency? Hi, hi, I just got, I just got robbed. There was a robbery, I, I think, I'm, I'm not quite sure what happened. It was all a rush. Um, and, and, and I think two gentlemen came in. I, I, I didn't get a chance to see them. I think they came looking for something. I so, I'm so glad they didn't find what they were looking for. I've actually hidden it away underneath my, um, my bed. So I'm very lucky about that, that they, they'd looked everywhere else, but not there. But uh, my name's Vion Vigor. Um, I'm, uh, I'm going to give you my address. I'm just so, I'm just so frightened by this I, horrifying I have your, experience. I, I have your address, sir. Um, uh, 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 through your call, um, yeah. uh, do you Great. do you believe that um, uh, the robbers are still on the premises? I I'm looking around right now, and I don't see them. If I'm being quite honest, so okay, sir. Mm -hmm. We 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 will dispatch a patrol car uh, uh, to your residence. Um, please uh, wait in a safe place. Okay, I will. Should I move the the stuff that I think they were after, or should I leave it there for the for the police to get a full scan of the apartment? Um, you know what? You know what? I'm just do, gonna do, mm -hmm. do, do, do whatever you want with your stuff, with, with, mm -hmm. uh, with your belongings, sir. But um, a, a, as long as you and uh, yourself are in uh, a, a safe area, D great. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, you know what? I've got. I I'll go to a friend's house. Thank you. I'm just so harrowed by this whole event. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. And uh, the line ends. The line great. goes dead. Um. Great. That was the first thing I'd like to do. Um, and then I would like to turn to Ulez and I like to say to them, uh, hey, Ulez, you remember uh, those Sherlock Holmes uh, audiobooks that we were listening to? Oh, yes. They were very engaging. Uh, you remember uh, the character of Irene Adler? Ah, we do. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, you know, the one person I think that can really uh, humble Sherlock someone who's just incredibly brilliant and is able to see a few paces ahead and honestly intimidate Sherlock if, uh, if he were to be so honest with himself. Well, it turns out, uh, Ulez, I actually happen to have my own Irene Adler of sorts. 
And you, uh, you do? I would like to walk over to the fridge. I'd like to open it. I would like to pull out a can of energy drink. Let's say it's mother energy drink. Sure. And I'd like to put it onto the countertop. And I'd like to look around. Yeah, so, uh, you know, she sent this gift to me. And I'm, I'm, gonna co- I'm, I'm gonna cover what I'm doing just in case, I, I'm pretty sure it's just microphones, but in case there are cameras, so only Ulas can see me. And I would like to unscrew the energy drink that Vion would never have to imbibe. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to unscrew it. And inside there is a hidden compartment where I have some USB sticks. <gasps> okay. And, uh, wow. yeah, so my personal Irene Adler, I guess, is uh, someone by the name of Destiny, and she sent this to me, and I think I finally understand why. So what do you say we go, uh, go for a little bit of a walk? Oh, yes. I would like that a lot. Great. And I would like to uh, secure the can and uh, head out of the apartment. Well, where are you going, just out of curiosity? Across the street. We're just going to post up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and you go uh, to sit across the street and I assume kind of stake out your own apartment. Exactamundo. Do we give Sandy a heads up? This might be a little traumatizing for him. On the way out, we should probably check in with Sandy, huh? Yeah. Just be like, uh, uh, greetings, Sandy. Uh, we are expecting more visitors. They are going to be um, um, not good. Yeah. Um, but... We are in control of the situation, and we thank you for your patience. You know, I'm just going to take your word for it. Uh, he kind of looks at his watch, and he's like, just, you know, be careful, you two. I worry about you. Oh, of course. Oh, we yeah. thank you. It has been some time since we have done some art together, but perhaps once things settle down a little bit, we can spend some more time in the courtyard. Looking forward to it, Ulez. And uh, Sandy, yeah, heads back to sleep. And um, and as you go to stick out your own apartment, we're going to zip over to Warehouse City. Benny Beckett, um, right about the time uh, all this was going on, it took you a little extra time to get home since you live all the way out in Warehouse City. Uh, you're, you're coming into your apartment, and uh, your, your cell phone rings. You can see it is Dino. It's so late, man. And hello? Hey, uh, just wanted to let you know you should take the day off tomorrow. I, I think you earned it after that fight today. Uh, All right. Also, uh, I used some chatterbox money to buy up as many videos of that fight as I could. And right now I'm transferring them all to a drive that I'm afraid is going to be accidentally erased as soon as I'm done. So I'm not sure what else is out there, but I haven't seen on your face. I haven't seen your face on the news yet. So... Let's keep our fingers crossed, okay? Oh, thanks. Thanks, Dino. That's actually kind of kind of a relief. Um Yeah, I'll I'll check in if I find anything, but yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Keep me posted. Nighty night, kid. And he hangs up. Night, Dino. What a weird day. Okay. And she's going to go, she takes her bag off, whatever. She goes into her room, picks off her boots. She like sits down on her bed. Stands up, kind of like walks in a circle, like sits down again. She turned into like lava today, like fully. And I don't know if she know, like knows what to do with herself. Um, I think she like takes out her phone again to FaceTime her moms and then immediately puts it away because she can't lie to them. <laughs> 
and I don't think they need to know anything about what happened today. And then like, it's like, okay, uh, drafts like three different texts about like weird pointed questions about fire and stuff, but she knows they would probably figure it out and ends up just asking how their weekend was <laughs> and like puts her phone down and eventually gets back up and goes and like sits at her computer. And I'm going to go to the, I want to go to the whisper network and I want to look up, uh, uh, our, my, our superpowers. I want to look up fire, lava, ghosts, um, uh, like light beams, flight. Like, I want to see if there's anyone talking about me or my friends on the whisper network. <laughs> okay. Uh, make an intellect roll. Oh, I'm so bad at those. Copy dice. Let's do this. <laughs> no, um, that is a four. <sighs> you dig through a lot of stuff and you see one reference to somebody saying that they saw a white clad figure with a cape flying over Avalon on, uh, on, on, uh, uh say the day um the day that you went to the manor nice any photos no just somebody saying you know that from the ground that they, they saw this you know figure who who, who looked like they had a, a big white cape or something okay i'm gonna bookmark that and then she like closes the browser and then opens the browser again and she sits there and just stares at the search bar for like Got like a solid like minute and a half, and then searches Adam Aud Aubrey. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Just for people who don't remember in the audience, Adam Aubrey uh, is the name uh, that came out of the envelope Dino gave Benny uh, with information about her biological father. Uh, Benny has basically just looked inside the envelope and seen a name and an address, and that is, I believe, all that they know. So. Mm -hmm. Do me a favor, make an intellect roll. Oh, geez. Okay, new dice. Let's try it. Come on. Come on, man. Another four. <laughs> All right. Um, that's not great, but this is not super top secret information or anything. You're not trying to, like, you know, hack the police or anything. Uh, so um, what I'm going to say here is just a, a Google search... Um, a Google search doesn't find a ton of stuff, but you find a sort of old web page that looks like it is possibly out of date, or it looks like maybe it is from a few years ago and hasn't been updated, um, listing an Adam Aubrey as an adjunct professor in the science department at Hamlin University. And, uh, and that is it. Um, okay. There's like what, there, is there like a bio or anything? Like, no, like a, they're, sometimes they're they have space. faculty bios. It's like there's a space for a photo and a bio, but they are both empty. Uh, and it, it, it lists, it says uh, his office is located in uh, the Wellard Hall building. Uh, and under office hours, uh, it says N slash A. Oh, useless. Um, well, I know he's a professor. I'm going to take a page from some of my friend's books and I want to look him up on Write My Professor. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but you didn't have that on your the Google Doc. 
No, no. It's, you know, I, okay, okay. Hold on, I oh, isn't there God, a hotness rating on that? Yeah, yeah there is. They don't care about oh. that. I just, I've, I've, I did, made a bad roll. I just, so I'm trying to get crafty. Okay, you, uh, you, you, you go on to rate my professor, and uh, you do find a page uh, for uh, Adam Aubrey, and um, what you see is that, like, uh, you know, there are only a small handful of ratings as far as you know teaching stuff. You don't really see much. They mostly positive. Uh, you see a comment that lists him as mostly like a substitute um, and a fill-in guy, uh, and. Uh, um, but the hotness ratings are like off the off the charts. I hate that. Okay. Um, Thematically, though, that ties in. It, I would yeah, just that like was. To say. Which also leads to my next prompt: is that this is her only lead on some weird weird stuff has been happening and it's been getting weirder and she doesn't know what to do and she can't ask her moms about it because her moms knew anything like she would know probably at this point. So she's gonna go back to the search bar and search like search like. A se- do a series of searches of Adam Aubrey fire, Adam Aubrey like heat, like Adam Aubrey thermodynamics, like just like just like how many buzzwords can I come up? Because like he's a scientist, like what can I just anything if I can find his name in any articles or something related to fire? And she gets that she might be grasping at straws, but this is her only lead, so she's gonna like wear it into dust. Like, <laughs> um, make a, give me an intellect roll. Oh, goodness. Okay, all right. Come on, give me something. Give me something I can work with. Okay, all right. Yeah, I can work with that. I can work with the 10. I'll take it. Okay, let's see. What do you find? You find... You don't find anything in the way of Adam Aubrey fire, Adam Aubrey, but... You know, you you keep digging, you keep putting his name in with different stuff and searching website after website, and Getting eventually weird and esoteric with it at some point. Like, <laughs> yeah, you you find uh you do find a wedding announcement for um, okay. A Aubrey and C Daly uh, from 2011. It's very bare bones. Do I recognize that Daly? No. No. Okay. It's not Carson Daly, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why. <laughs> it's actually also the initial, like, first initial and last name of a family friend. That might also be why it sounded familiar to me, Caitlin. Yeah, um, no, not that person. Okay. Um, oh, good. She's she's 15. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. Definitely uh, not that person. Yeah. Um, okay. Ooh, all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. She's kind of, I think, getting frustrated that there's, there might be nothing, but she's going to pull out her phone and she has uh, saved in a note, the address from the file. And how far yeah. is that from here? Uh, Adam Aubrey's address, I wrote this down somewhere, hang on, is 781 Westfall Terrace, apartment 9F in Rifton, which is the Waterland Nathan, uh, um, er, uh, neighborhood of Rifton. Um, Jake, can you put up the Rifton map? Uh, you will see uh, from the Rifton map uh, whenever uh, it comes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that Waterlin is, is it there. 
think mm -hmm. I think I put Waterlin on the map. I see. I think it's um, at the top right there. Yes, yep, right there at the top. Yeah. So from where you are in uh, Warehouse City, you know, by Subway, I, I would assume uh, that is, you know, that that could be a good hour, you know, depending okay. on the time okay. of day, give or take. Okay. She's going to pull it up on, like, maps or whatever. And then... One, and then I think it's probably been a while. I think she's been at this for, like, too long. She's going to close everything that she's got about Adam Aubrey. And then before she goes to bed, I'm going to do one last search. She's going to look up, see if anything, if she can find anything about the Enlightenists and jewelry. Give me an intellectual. Yeah. Particularly a necklace, however. I will take what I can get. Ugh, not good, not great. Five. Nah, for five, you, you basically just find, you know, the Enlightenist website, which is kind of, you know, very dead-endy. just, like, tells yeah. you the address of the place you've already been and, you know, has, like, a little blurb about them. And, you know, it's, 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 it's sort of very, you know... Very, they're they're a very closed organization. They they seem not to put a ton of themselves uh, online there. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Well, then she's gonna pull out her phone. She close it, slap like slap her laptop shut, and pull out her phone. And she's gonna text her friends and ask if anybody is free tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and uh, Les, yes, I'll receive this text. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she's Les gonna try to go to bed and probably take a while to fall asleep. But that's my evening. <laughs> Cadrax? Uh, I respond immediately. Cadrax uh, and Ulez's text ASAP. Yeah, none of my friends <laughs> sleep, so like, right. <laughs> I'm not concerned about texting at this hour. And furthermore, uh, I am unemployed. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> We know he's not. Yeah, okay, uh, fine. I'm not. <laughs> but that's, in fact, uh, part of what uh, Cadrax is meditating upon as they have started. They're, they're walking around the city a little bit, uh, sort of orbiting closer to the fight club, but not really going there directly like they're they're not really into it. Uh, and their their mind is on something else, trying to chew through how to solve this problem of the money payments because Abigail wants them to continue to reside with her and is clearly in need of protection despite Catrax themselves being a source of danger. One can be both. They can yeah. take multitudes. And uh, and the uh, the theater that the Fight Club is in is dark tonight. So as you pass it by, it's you know it's kind of a shadow of itself. Um, the name of that theater written down somewhere, but I'm not going to go digging for it now. But yeah, it is dark. Um, and uh, Beyond and Ulez. You sit across the street from your own apartment <laughs> and uh, about 
three hours later, you I start like getting. Yeah. Really quickly. Sorry. In those three hours, Vian and I are sharing earbuds to listen to another Sherlock Holmes podcast um, audiobook. Ooh, the Tale of the Three Pips. Yes. All right. You're listening. Yeah, like oh, three orange pips or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're you're listening to that and uh, not a great yeah, ending, but yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's read by someone real good. Yeah. It's a. Um, uh, so uh, yeah. By the time you've made it through a few of those uh, uh, audio adventures um, of Sherlock Holmes, you start getting the feeling that this promised police cruiser is not showing up. Hmm. Okay, well, yeah, it's been about three hours, Ulez. There's a pretty good chance that they're just not going to make it. Um. Oh, is that a factor that you request assistance and they do not provide it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much so. Huh. Unless you're rich. Um, so what I um, I'm thinking is maybe we. These are just facts, folks. <laughs> I lived in Hollywood for a out, while. Out of the mouths of <laughs> naive um, alien artificial intelligence. <laughs> you know. Uh, a thought that I'm having is I have some backup files on these uh, USB, you know, sticks. We could see if uh, they're popping up in the any police files to see if they're oh. putting the information that they took from, you know, the apartment. Granted, it sounds like they uh, they wanted that more for show than anything, but maybe just to, you know, cover our bases. Mm, uh, we think that is a great idea. Um, I would also like to ask, are we not concerned about these same folks um, ransacking our office? It is under your name. Yeah, you know what? Can we, um, let's, let's go check that out. I don't want you, I know that sometimes when you teleport with someone, it kind of takes a little bit out of you. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I, I don't want that, I don't want you to have to deal with that. So I will, uh, just try to copy you if that's okay. Can, can, can I do one teleport? I can only go so far. I can go a little bit farther. I, I'm feeling more comfortable with these powers, but would you like to teleport us the rest of the way? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say trading on and off, uh, you know. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, actually, Ulis, because your, your teleportation can go yeah. awry. Yeah, yeah, so uh, do me a favor and give me your teleportation roll with your uh-oh die. Yes. We love an Odai. <laughs> All right, Odai is okay, and my teleportation roll is eight. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, now your teleportation is up to level four thanks to your minor change. Yeah. Uh, so at level four, you can go several city blocks, and uh, from Fort Trumbull over to Yard Hill uh, is you know not super far. So. I will say, you know, based on that eight, that the two of you are able to bamf your way over uh, just fine. Oh, wow. And, um, Ooh, surprised. Yeah, I mean, you don't make it all the way in one, but you said okay. you were going to trade off, right? Yes, so yes. I'm just going to let that one represent the whole journey. And uh, you arrive to find that the office seems fine. Oh, all of our plants and technology are intact. Then why would they only go after the apartment? What items do you possess in there that you do not possess here? A record player. <laughs> okay. Um, aside from that, I don't know. 
Well, we can, for the time being, look up that information and cross-reference the data you have based on the police database. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is sort of uh, stuff that will get scanned and filed anyhow. Um, not everything, but, you know, it's just like, you know, I entered as much as I could. The way this kind of works, just so you know, is every so often uh, Destiny will send me uh, something. I won't understand what it is. <laughs> She'll just send me something, and I got to mm -hmm. figure it out. I don't know if she's toying with me or what, but... This one I did I did crack. There were a few I still kind of rubbing my head about, but this one I I had a sense that uh, something was coming down the line. So let's let's try to hack into the police uh, database. Let's see what we can do. Yes, let's. Well, you are at the office and you have a computer thanks to your a mysterious benefactor that gives you plus two on hacking rolls. Uh, state of the art computer that is has like a translucent green shell and like a really crappy Game Boy type screen for some reason. It looks um, so cool. Yeah, it, yeah, I guess that's the reason. But um, so Ulez, uh, you can just interface with the computer by uh, laying hands on. And um, why don't you give me a hacking role, which uh, is uh, intellect? All right. Mm -mm, that is mediocre, but when I add my intellect, it becomes a seven plus You can two. also use investigation uh, because you are investigating right now. So That's can... true. All right, that makes a 10 total. Okay. Ten. I went from mediocre to pretty okay. Okay, but hacking into the police computer is very hard, so that is just a moderate success. Oh, okay. Um, do, you, do you require me to do better? Like, does it look um, like, is there kind of like, as Ulysses is touching the computer and information is appearing, does it look like I'm not accessing the documents and the files that I was told to look for? You, you seem to find um, the place where new evidence is logged. Okay. But, but, but I, like, you did not. F yeah, you, you do not find any references to Vion Vigor or his address. Okay, I will burn a determination to reroll that whole thing. Okay, uh, Liz, um, that is... brings you to one. Okay, uh, and I'm gonna chalk this up to I'm learning because uh, mm. I'm hacking learning a lot right now. There we go, from a two to a six. So that makes my total, uh, I gotta do math, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14. 14, okay, yeah, okay. So that is a major success and and you still don't find any reference to Vion or his address. But this time, you know, you, you feel a little more certain that you're not finding it because there just is none. Nothing about a search warrant, nothing about a search, nothing about evidence being logged. Um, and Ulez will kind of like tilt the screen a little bit to Vion. Um, I don't know if it's gonna make a whole lot of sense, but I, I am unable to determine there is no evidence of your name, your data, your possessions. It is like this search never even occurred. And yet I, I have seen the mess. I can confirm that it did occur. Okay. Why so, would they not uh, log all of their activities? So there is no uh, search warrant in the system? None. You have a parking ticket, but... Wow, well, that was all I could find. Yeah, yeah, I I should just pay that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would like to, I would like to call our detective friend. Yeah. 
I'm oh, gonna, Leon Neal? Yeah, I would like to call up Leon if that's all right. Yeah, you you call the number on your uh, on the card that he gave you, um, yeah. and uh, it goes to voicemail. I mean, it is you know, like four a.m. or something. Yeah, that's a good. Well, yeah, setting boundaries at work is important, so I can't be mad about that. Mm. Um, I'll leave a message. Sure. What's the message? Uh, hey, Leon, this is uh, Vion Vigor. Um, something really interesting happened with your boys in blue. So, uh, do you mind giving me a call back? And uh, just between you and me, pal, call me first before sort of looking into this or filing anything. All right. I uh, hope you're doing well. And I'll hang up. Yep. And uh, you have left your message. Great. And, uh, and the night turns into morning. So okay. let's just uh, do, 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 boom. And uh, Benny Beckett, you are awakened uh, the next morning um, by a knock on your door, a banging on your on your bedroom door. It is your roommate Miranda, and she's just like, "Hey, I'm running out, but I just wanted to say, if you're going to be cooking or whatever you were doing in here over the weekend, open a window or something. The whole place smelled like burning when I got home yesterday." Uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, trying out some new recipes for my mom. Yeah, Didn't whatever, gotta go. Bye. Hey, and then you hear her just like run out and slam the front door. This is not sustainable. This is not sustainable. Okay, she's gonna get out of bed and like, <laughs> like get ready for the day, and see if any of her friends would like to had had responded and would like to maybe do something very foolish today. So it sounds like from before you find responses from everybody, mm -hmm. um, if I'm if I'm correct. Um, uh, Cadrax over at your apartment, um, you. Well, you don't sleep, so you don't awake, but uh, you find Abigail in the kitchen eating breakfast uh, uh, on her way out to work, uh, uh, Fruit Loops, maybe. And um, uh, she's just like, hey, you know, the strangest thing happened last night. I had dinner with my father for three hours, and he didn't mention a word about what happened at the manor. Like, he must know. That camera in the vault must have seen me in there, and we left all that damage behind, but he didn't say a thing. Isn't that weird? Did you? What was that? Did you? No. I was going to bring it up if he wasn't going to. He let you be locked in a vault whereby you might suffocate unto death. This seems like a reasonable domain of criticism and further inquiry. I don't like getting into things with my father. And it's, you know, that's kind of on me. I'm the one who decided to break in there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't intended for me, whatever happened. But, like, you know, it don't don't you think it's strange that he didn't mention his house was broken into? And that, it, you know, it's, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't see me on the camera in the vault. It, very odd. What did you talk about for three hours, then? Uh, he just likes to drone about business stuff. And, uh, you know, then I talk about hospital stuff, and and then he usually ignores that and just talks about more business stuff. So you exchange monologues with no interest in the other's topic? Yes, exactly. You understand. Oh. What, is your family not like that? No, they are different. Yeah, well, told you my father was an asshole. All right, I gotta run. 
And she uh, gets up and throws her ball in the sink and uh, grabs her stuff. And she's like, uh, you have a good day. I'll see you later. Do well at the hospital. Do many surgeries. Interesting ones. Bye. Bye, dog. And uh, she uh, she heads out. Cadrax, what do you want to do now? Well, I was told there, I was told there would be foolish ideas. Okay, so are would you? Would you like, also like to engage in foolish ideas? Yes, I thought so. Dog, Here, have a piece of cheese. <laughs> And, and yeah, dog just like devours that cheese and then kind of looks at you to see if there's more coming. Uh, the dog is permitted to lick uh, my appendages. And, and yeah, dog just, yes, dog just really goes to town on your fingers. And um, oh my God, it looks like we have unlocked the lore drop. 250.69, I am told. Nice. Thank you nice. so much, everybody. Uh, wow. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that's that's amazing. I Wow. Um, so, yeah, do you head... What did you say? Are you heading over to Benny's or are you all meeting somewhere? How's this working? Uh, I will text that inquiry unto Benny. Uh, is there like... I mean, we could all get in the van and probably go down. That might be the easiest way to get all of us in one spot. Bye, I don't remember who has the van. <laughs> you should me. own the van by now, Benny. You are the only one who does not have uh, easy transportation without us. <laughs> I think Vian had it last. I think so. Yeah, but in terms Possibly. of vehicles, I think that you should probably hold on to them. Vian doesn't have a great track record. <laughs> right, there's a parking ticket in this system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Understandable. I just currently, I was like, I think I was dropped off the last time I saw the Vian van. Well, I mean, the manor was, I think, the last time that the van made an appearance, yes, but the yeah. time skipped yeah. thereafter, yes. so it, the ownership is narratively convenient. So let's say y'all meet at Benny's, and uh, Vion brings the van, and you all okay. climb into the van and head up to Riften? Mm-hmm. So when he's in the car, everyone's in the car, she gets in the car and is immediately like, okay, so this is going to sound really weird, and I promise that I've not lost my mind. I might have just a little bit, but like... Ooh, uh, maybe I mentioned it. Ulez knows the guy. Do you know the guy? You've heard of him. Um, he got ha hands on a guy who might maybe know things. Um, maybe. Uh, hmm? Like I don't have a dad. I don't have a dad. I have two moms. But like this guy, I you know he gave me his DNA. So that's how I exist. Uh, and also he might also have more um info. And I don't know. I have. That's a shot in the dark. But I have his address and I have his name, which is extremely creepy. But at this point, I don't know. I don't know who else, where else to have, have, you know, I start, I turned into magma yesterday and I would yeah. like to know what happened. It and I think cool. maybe he'll know. Maybe, maybe. And we're driving. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're panically like looking over every now and yeah. then. Of, like, like, your anxiety. I'm changing lanes, like moving. Like, so that's what I've got today. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Good morning. How's everybody doing? I have donuts. And she's like, pulls them out of her, out of her bag and like passes them around. Wow. You buried the lead there, Benny. <laughs> I got up really early. I couldn't sleep. Um, so I figured backup might be nice if this gets really weird. Are we expecting combat? I hope not. Oh, okay. 
I don't think I, so, but it could be s- strange for him. As far as I know, he doesn't know I exist. I knew he existed in like a, a, a vague sense in which I knew he had to exist for me to exist, but like, I never knew him. I never met him. He's not someone who's a part of my life or anything. He's just a guy, but he's a guy who might have answers. So unfortunately, this is my only lead. Okay. Yeah. This sounds like your creator and you know, it is important to thank those who have helped create you and accept what they have instilled upon you and move on. Yeah, I just want to know if he can start on fire. So that's kind of... Oh! Yeah. Um, this sounds like a pretty big uh, emotional, you know, thing to bite off there. Uh, Benny, how you doing? Genuinely fine. Like, like he's just a guy to me. Like, we'll see if this gets weird as we go, I guess. Um, It might get weird as we go. Why is your speech at an increased pace indicative of anxiety? Can't get anything past you, Doc. Um, cause I am nervous. I'm not concerned about the fact that this guy, you know, is related to me. I'm just concerned about the fact that he is a stranger who I know and he doesn't know me back and I'm about to show up on his doorstep and that's a little weird. Yeah. And I'm also nervous about finding out something and also the potential of not finding out anything. I think there's just a lot of um, variables here, and I think that's that might be where that's coming from. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me, let me ask you this, uh, Benny, because I, I, I kind of get where you're you know, coming from, um, and uh, this kind of stuff can be interesting and tough. What kind of music would you... I know that our tape deck is, <laughs> doesn't work, <Broken>. but um, <laughs> what kind of music would you like right now while we're driving? Oh man! Oh, like what? Like, do you want to like, hi, like push those feelings down? Do you want to amp those feelings up? <laughs> Let's and do something upbeat. In the cradle. You're doing. Really- <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, let's do some. Let's do some upbeat. I think. Yeah. You want something upbeat? Yeah. How's the weather? Is it like nice? Is it like a nice day? We could enjoy a nice drive, or is it like? Um, yeah, it, well, it's, yeah, we're into the middle of December, so it, mm-hmm. it is a clear day, but it is I'll a little cold. It. I'll take it. Cold, fine, great. Clear, sun's out, awesome. Make it, makes cool. it, makes it a nice day. We'll have a nice drive, and we'll go meet a stranger who, uh, might know something and might not also. Okay, yeah. I would like to I would like to use probability control on the radio so that we can just get like a, a playlist that is kind of like Benny's vibe right now. Amazing. <laughs> what? Right, <laughs> just gonna, yeah. like, play your phone loudly. <laughs> this is much Dude, better. I'm going through the radio. It's like one channel's like Papa Don't Preach. The next one's like Papa's got a brand new bag. Is it just, just on and on? <laughs> oh and <all>. no. <laughs> oh no, that would be yeah, that no I that's not exactly what I that no, would be if let's I roll say, badly. Uh, yeah, okay. Give me you you actually want to do this? Um so Yeah. All right. Tell you what, I'm just going to say that your probability control just works uh Thank you. because um this is not like a combat situation. So, uh just give me um a roll on your probability control. Okay. Which I will look up how it works right now. Okay. 7 um which means 
Uh, one to three. What? You have extra determination. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Uh, I got bad luck. I rolled a four on the die. It one to three equals good luck. Four to six equals bad luck. Oh, that's so cool. Um, yeah, so with bad luck, um, yeah, so you just keep finding, yeah, like, no. like, like terrible father <laughs> theme songs, um, just each one, uh, less, uh, uh appropriate for the occasion, uh, than the last. Um, sorry. Nice. Um, uh, Benny, I think, I think Benny Ling turns it down a little bit and is like, okay, so question for the, for the, for the group, let's focus test, uh. Focus group this a little bit. Oh, do I just like should like? I haven't figured. I haven't figured out the best way to do this. I've been thinking about this for weeks. You know, trying to figure out how if I ever had to talk to him, do I just go in and be like, "Hi, I start on fire." Do you or like does this like do, is this like subterfuge, like espionage, familial espionage? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't really know how to approach this. I haven't figured it out. Um, and we're on our way there, which seems like. Maybe um, not not so great planning on my part, but I, I haven't figured that out. If, if anyone has thoughts on that, that'd be great. Because otherwise, I think I might just start on fire at his doorstep. And I don't think that'll be good for anybody. Yeah. Uh, Actually, that right. might work, but... That also might work if it mm -hmm. happens. Ah, yes. You were asking me for tips on human socialization. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, the purpose of using human language is to convey intent and to exchange information. Therefore, you should do that. Okay. That yeah, that's mm -hmm. great. We agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay. yeah. This, none of that was false. Yeah. Um, so my main concerns here are. Uh, what if he's not? What if he has no idea what I'm talking about? Do we just like leave? Like, oh crap! Sorry for turning around. Never. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's information you need from him beyond whether or not he is pyrokinetic. I mean, if he is, like, why the heck was he given his DNA to make more people? I don't understand. If he knew, I don't yeah. know. That he has, has certain to... presumptions of heritability, uh, but your that's, response that's I don't know does answer the question, which is, if you are only interested in him for his capacity to start a flame and not for any of his other personal characteristics, then if he does not do that, you should simply leave. That's true, yeah. Correct. Okay, so... Can go for coffee. Yeah, I've been to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, this, this is a fun little drive that we're going on. Yeah, it's good. This is nice. This. this is the best. I let this drive go on for the rest of the episode. Honestly, <laughs> you, you, if you let if you let Benny anxiety talk, I will do this for an hour. Like you cannot. Like, <laughs> I got. I, <laughs> I will continue to give extremely sound advice. Like good. you should walk away the moment that you don't have any further reason to talk yeah, to someone. No further social courtesies. <laughs> Like the thing is, is like all like everything like it's a very straightforward interaction. Like if you don't get what you need from me, you just leave. But Benny's like, 
but if it goes bad, then everything's a failure. And I don't know, the world ends like that's very, she's catastrophizing a little bit, which is Mm. (laughs) very fun. I think over the course of the ride, that is certainly Catrix's focus. Mm -hmm. So what if bad thing happens? Mm -hmm. Uh, Just in part because the bad thing is so much more frightening when it is in Kohei. By articulating the specific outcome that you are afraid of and evaluating whether or not it in fact results in apocalypse, then perhaps that will allay your anxieties that some sort of suboptimal outcome is in fact catastrophic and likewise to determine whether it is in fact a negative outcome. If you go through this exchange and find nothing, then you are in exactly the same state that you are now, which is not catastrophic. Yeah. You know what? That's yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, yeah, none of this will be world ending. Yeah, which is me, you know good. Um, on top of that, let me ask this really quickly: What do we want to do for dinner? What are you feeling, Benny? Ooh, uh, Thai. I was just thinking that, and I, I wasn't even. I didn't do the mind. I didn't do the mind thing because I'm kind of evaluating uh, that stuff. Great. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, no matter what happens, it happens. Let's just focus on the fact that we're going to have some really good Thai food tonight. Do you know what I mean? That's Sometimes good. when I get nervous, I think about like, what's the fun thing I'll do once this is over? Like, you know. Could I request it, a bushel of basil with the Thai that you order? You know, How much is like, a bushel? We're not certain, but the last time we uh, acquired a bushel of Thai, uh, a basil, it was more than I could hold in my hands. Yeah, I think that thing grows pretty fast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, 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 yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I'm, what I'm thinking in my mind is, is, is there a restaurant where we can maybe get two different types of basil so you can kind of compare and contrast for fun, you know? There are more types? Yeah, yeah, you got lemon basil, you got Thai basil. Um, yeah, oh. you got a whole bunch. It is okay. winter, but do you think there are any greenhouses in the area? Can I can, yeah, pick, I think so. Pick up some stuff? A house of green, mm-hmm. like your White House. Um, probably much more interesting to you in particular. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we will crash fade <laughs> on this conversation. Just, yeah, go, please go. <laughs> the radio starts playing uh, "Light My Fire" by the Jeez. Doors. Um, uh, <laughs> you, you finally arrive uh, in the Waterland neighborhood of Rifton, and you park, and you find seven eighty wall, seven eighty one Westfall Terrace. It is, you know, a nice kind of middle-classish apartment building, kind of stands at the end of like a small park. Um, It is, you know, nothing crazy, but, you know, nice. Um, And- uh, Does someone need to let us in or can can we just like walk in? uh, You can just walk in. It looks like that there's a little desk for a doorman, but it is unmanned. Okay. You know, I think think I'm gonna go with the direct approach. I'm not gonna start on fire inside of a building, but- um, We'll see how this goes. And I would like to go, sorry, what was the number? Do we have to get like in the elevator or stairs or whatever, go up? It is apartment 9F. There is uh, both elevator and stairs. All right, well, we'll head up. Also, are we all going with you? Like, is yeah. this the, the the appearance that you, you want yeah. your first impression to? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, okay. I'm good with you. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and uh, before yep. we head up really quickly, I just want to like turn to Benny and just like put up two hands for high fives. Just like, you got this, you got this. 
You got this. This is, this is going to be weird no matter what. I think that that's just how this is going to be. It'll be fine. Hey, Benny, <sighs> you punched a snowman and you made it melt. Don't worry about it. You got this is easy. This is easy pieces compared to that. Yeah, we have done weirder. That is true. We've done yeah. and yeah. seen stranger things in the last month than this, probably. Yeah, That's a different was- show. Okay. I get in the elevator. Uh. I turn to Ulez. Do the humans always have such fraught relationships with the progenitors of their biochemistry? It seems this way. Uh, Vion and I are listening to some audiobooks, and there is talk of um, a lot of conflict between their originators and themselves. We do not understand. It seems nigh irrational to take exception or otherwise have such highly charged relationships purely on the basis of their biological origin? Correct. Uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, Vion, I just wanted to inform Cadrex that uh, on my planet, uh, we have something akin to how you refer to your parents, but it is simply their duty to ensure that your parts are replaced at a regular interval to uh, maximize your capacity as you wish to learn. Do you have the same number as they do? Two seems so very small. Oh, uh, that is simply, uh, our, my designation is different and we all have individual designations. Ulez Gali is, wait, what was your question? <laughs> uh, how many maintainers? Oh, each correct, of you has? simply two. When uh, Ulez Galley is one more little bit of lore that I just decided, sorry. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> when an Ulez Galley decides that they do not wish to learn, they maintain. It is a process until they wish to maintain no more and then they are recycled. Interesting. So the maintainers are made exclusively of the incurious? Correct. Mm. Fascinating. It is fascinating. Uh add that to my Ula's lore page. I have, okay. learned, I have learned all I need to learn, and now I will encourage someone else to do so. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so you make it uh, to apartment 9F, and it is a door that says 9F. Yikes. Scary. Um, oh, good golly. Um, she, like, stares at it for, like, a second, and then reaches out and just knocks a bunch real quick. <laughs> Yeah, and you knock, and you, you can hear some footsteps on the other side of the door, and the door opens real quick, and on the inside, you see this sort of anxious-looking late middle-aged man who I will say is played by Don Cheadle. <sighs> okay. And he looks at you, and he goes, uh, and, and his kind of face falls a little bit, and he says, who? Yes? Hi. Um, are you Adam Aubrey? No. Do you um, know um, where I can find him? Who are you? Uh, my name is Robin Beckett. And I need to speak with Mr. Aubrey as soon as possible. Are you a student? Uh, it, uh well, perspective, I guess. This is strange. I just need to talk to him. Is he around? Or is there a way I can contact him? I can get out of your hair. It seems like you're waiting for someone or something. Um, uh, 
And he kind of... Are you okay? He looks uncertain. He's like, nah, it's, it's, uh, well, it's a long story. Um, tell you what, Benny, make an intellect roll. Oh, jeez. These are camp. I can't. I'm bad at those. Okay. No! Four! Four. Can nervous read nervous? Is that <laughs> okay? Uh, as he's kind of fumbling for words, you kind of look over his shoulder into the apartment behind him, and on the wall there is a photo of this man who you are talking to, and he is wearing a tuxedo, standing on a beach next to another man in a tuxedo. Uh, but that other man's face is blocked by the leaf, leaf of a house plant that is just hanging kind of right there. Are you in trouble, sir? No, I'm, I'm not in trouble. Adam's in trouble. Uh... Uh... I'm Cal, and he holds his hand up. Yeah, uh, and she shakes his hand, and she says, "Actually, sorry, I was being formal. You can actually call me Benny." Um, my friends here are are um, investigators. Sorry to offer your services without asking first, but maybe we can help. Like police investigators? No, <laughs> private investigators. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I do surgery in combat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Benny, make Correct. a willpower roll. Okay. All right. Okay. It's a nine. Private investigators. Well, yeah, I guess I got nothing to lose at this point. Here, come in. And then uh, we'll like turn around and like face her friends and like shrug and then we'll turn around and go and follow him in. Like, I guess this might as well happen. Yeah, beyond just whispers, die food, die food. Die food, yeah, yeah, later. And uh, you walk in and uh, it's a nice place, you know, and um, couch, love seats, flying chairs, nice sized television, you know, looks like a home. And uh, as you get. Uh, how did, sorry, how did he introduce himself? Cal. Cal. Did he say his last name? No, he didn't. He just said Cal. Okay. Yeah. And uh, as you get further into the room, you can uh, get a better look at that uh, picture on the wall, and you can see that it is this man, Cal, standing, uh, like I said, on a beach, and he's standing with another man in a tuxedo. And uh, the other man in the tuxedo, you can now see his face. If I had to cast him, I'd say he was Paul Rudd. Wow. Okay. All right. That's a big get. Okay. (laughs) And... uh, Cal says, uh, can I, can I get you anything? Anybody need something to drink or? Uh, could I have some water to water your plant? Yeah, I I think the plant's okay, but. but Mm -mm. It is very dry. Look at the soil. And he kind of runs to the sink real quick and you hear him fill up a glass and he comes back and he hands (laughs) it to you. Ah, we thank you. Sort of watches curiously while you, yeah. Um, poured into the the plant that was blocking the picture, and uh, he he, he kind of offers you a seat on the couch, 
and then he sits down in the, on the love seat across from you, and he sort of says, uh, um, uh, uh, Adam is my partner. Uh, we've been married nine years now. Um, four days ago, he had to run some errands down in Baronsdale. Uh, he was headed to the public library. And uh, I know he got there because he texted me when he got off the subway and he, and he asked if I wanted anything from this bakery that's in the area that I like. And, uh, uh, and, and, and then he never came home and I haven't heard from him since. I, I reported it to the police, uh, but they've been, they've been very cagey about telling me anything. Uh, I get the feeling they're holding out, but... You know, no matter who I call, I can't seem to get any kind of a straight answer. Okay. Well, um, I, I have already made the decision to be very straightforward with this interaction. Uh, so, uh, so I'm here because I needed to talk to Adam because he's my dad, technically. Sorry. In a not in like a familial way, but in like a he like I have his I borrowed his DNA. He's not my dad. Like I don't I don't like he I don't think he was. Does he fidelity know uh, about this? I don't. I'm assume that it was uh, consensual giving of DNA, but like I've never met him, and I have some. Um, well, I guess we'll keep this less weird. Health concerns that I need to talk to him about, and I just am looking to see if some stuff is hereditary. Ah, that's really kind of why I showed up. I'm very sorry, that's very shocking. You're dealing with a lot, but that's, you know, since you're sharing info with us, that's why I'm here. Sorry. And he he kind of like, you know, picks up a pillow and kind of like hugs it a little (laughs) bit and like, whew. This is turning out to be quite a week. Tell me about it. Um, yeah, well, I don't. I don't know if he ever knew my mom's. Um, they never talked about him. I think it was just I mean, in vitro. They never knew each other. It was whatever. But I know a little about his medical history. I could tell you what I know, but I don't know. Maybe if, if y'all you said you're investigators. Oh, we definitely. Yeah, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna just bail, dude. We're gonna. I'll, I'll help you find him. We're. I wouldn't make you pour your guts out and then leave. You are our client now, and we help. Yeah. Yeah. What, whatever it costs, just just tell me. Oh, uh, do we have rates? <laughs> yeah. One second. Hold on. Um, and we'll like kind of like turn to Benny. I don't think we should charge for this one. Well, it's your business, so I wasn't gonna say anything, but I wouldn't probably want to do that yeah he didn't come to us we're kind of forcing our services upon him so we don't our cost of living i'm gonna be honest is very low (laughs) um cal don't worry about it let's just let's just make sure we get you know your partner back thank you i'll I'll find some way to make that up to you uh what can i tell you anything i can Tell you to help. Okay, a bakery in sorry, which which where did you say the bakery was? 
the bakery's in Yard Hill. It's Yard just Hill. right around the corner from the Baronsdale Public Library. Oh, that is it's very called, good. It's called Valadares. Valadares. Have you gone to the bakery after the disappearance of your partner to investigate yourself? That's a good question. Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an architect. I don't, I don't know much about investigating. It's okay. Um, but you do know about setting a foundation. So is there anything interesting about your partner that, uh, folks might, uh, target him for any reason? Was he in any particular debt? Um, was, did, did he anger anybody? Did he, I don't know, we've been hearing all these zany stories on the news about people flying around and being big and making snowstorms, you know, is he one of them? <laughs> Turn to Benny. Any kind of, no, I mean, no, I don't, not that I know of. Okay, yeah, no debt, no, uh. He hasn't angered anyone. Nothing about that silly question. <laughs> I just threw out for fun. <laughs> um, well, tell you what, I, I suppose we can, you know, head to the library. Um, uh, I don't know, Doc, do you want to maybe, if, if there's any medical information here that possibly you could check out just to get a sense of? I would be happy to engage in further interviewing to see if there's anything of clinical significance and examine this location, see if it might provide any hint while you search for him and his, presumably his mortal enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ulez, you have any ideas? Oh, yes, I, I do. Um, Cal, if, if you may, did your partner have a cell phone and do you by chance know the exact number of their SIM card? Number of their SIM card. Uh, no, I, I, I have his phone number, but uh, the police have already said that they weren't able to trace him that way. But he kind of takes out a pen and he writes down the number. And he's like, if, if it's any help, that's oh. that's his mobile number. Okay. Okay. Hold on, Ulez. That is brilliant. Uh, oh, it's I think how I understand how to track people. I wonder, okay, yeah, okay, sorry, we'll crack this nut a little bit later separately. There's a chance, we might ask you some, okay, sorry about that, we got wheels turning. Uh, my friend Ula is so good at this. Okay, we're gonna, don't worry, we're gonna get him back. Yeah, keep me posted and let me know if there's anything I can do. What's, what's his, like, normal day-to-day? -day? Does he, like, like, where does he work? Like, where, like, what are his locations where other, other people would be missing him? Like, or is he just... Uh, he's, he teaches down at Hamlin, um, okay. three, three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, uh, this semester. Um, otherwise, you know, he's here, he grades papers, plans lessons. Uh, any other common yeah. locations he goes to favorite restaurant, coffee stop? I mean, we're mostly homebodies. Uh, you know, we go to some local places, uh, here in the neighborhood, but you know, Nothing that sticks out as to me is, would be significant. Does he have any allies that he might visit? I've called just about everybody we know, and so far nobody's heard from him, and everybody has promised that they'll call me if they do. 
Might any of those allies, in fact, be secret enemies? Yeah, a, yeah. And, and, and he kind of scratches his head, and he's just a uh, Adam's just about the sweetest guy you could possibly imagine. I, I can't imagine him having any enemies. Okay. Any weird? What do hobbies? you think happened? Then? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Kind of afraid to think about it. You know, city can be violent. Yeah, yeah, but you you know, stick stick to what you know and facts. Uh, you know, sometimes spiraling out isn't exactly useful. That that's fear taken over, and that's not necessarily logic. Uh, you're not reacting to anything in particular. So, but know, he kind of wrinkles her nose a little bit, like whoops, like <laughs> as if she wasn't just doing that. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 you know that's and that's completely natural but uh we sit with those feelings we let those feelings happen and then we let them pass and they go on their merry way um we'll keep you updated we'll see what we can do we'll exchange contact info yeah. so if you guys think you can talk to us thank you so much thank you yeah. yeah we'll keep you posted okay where are you heading from here uh Kadrax, so you say you're staying behind, or, or that was what I understood that? my assignment to be. Uh, so I will investigate the place, and perhaps I have been designated to ask further questions of Cal. So uh, <laughs> my expertise in human socialization again, uh, obviously, yeah. provides fruit. Okay, where are the the three of you going then? Can I? Hmm, here's what I'm thinking. I I. Uh, I get the feeling that we don't um, like how might like th- we might not get a ton from the house is kind of just like what, what my gut is saying. So what I'm thinking is, why don't the three of us step out and let Cadrax do what they do best, which is just be great. Quite frankly, we'll go get like um, some coffee, some snacks, some fresh air. I have a feeling that like that might have been like a pretty intense thing for Benny to go through. So we'll just go somewhere local, you know, like get something at 15 minutes and then come back and then all of us can head out to the library. I think that's what I would pitch. I'm into that. Yeah. Um, but giving, but giving Cadrex a good amount of time to just, I feel like Cadrex can, if there is anything about him to pick up, Cadrex would be the one to just like connect the dots. Cadrex. I do have the expertise on humans. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I've studied Um, their physiology extensively. Kendrick, what are you looking for? Yes. Um, I will begin by allowing this man to have some moment to compose himself after what I understand was a difficult conversation. In so doing, I am going to take a brief examination of the apartment, if I might. I ask this of Cal for permission. Yeah, and he says whatever you want. So uh, give me an intellect roll. Mm, all right, nine. You search the apartment for a good 10 or 15 minutes, and, uh, you know, just like you said, you find papers from students and, you know, materials yes. from Hamlin and, you know, stuff like that, but nothing particularly interesting. That doesn't surprise me. The things that I am looking for include... Any charred materials anywhere in the apartment? You do not find anything like that. I am looking for 
more than one piece of portable storage equipment. Uh, namely, is Adam Aubrey's suitcase gone? Um, or are any other essential personal articles, for instance, uh, the toothbrush? No. Um, everything that you would expect to find, you find. Uh, the only things that are missing are the things that Cal says that he had on him. Um, Understood. Wallets, uh, you know, briefcase, that kind of stuff. I would like then to go through the medicine cabinet and look for antipyretics, that is, um, fever reducers. We know one quality of Benny is that uh, she does not get hot unless she apparently turns into magma, though I've not witnessed this. Uh, no, medicine chest is just, you know, Tylenol, toothpaste, nothing very super interesting. I'll pull out the Tylenol. Are these yours? Uh, they're just general for the household, really. Uh, does he take them often? N no, not, not especially. Has he but been guess... sick recently in the past six months? Not that I can recall. Is that important? Well, it is possible that the cause of his absence is due to illness, and so trying to get a better understanding of medical history. Only 1% of humans in this region are found dead when they go missing. Therefore, it is much more likely that he is in fact alive, and so the differential is presumably that he left voluntarily due to unhappiness with his professional or interpersonal relationships, and, and or that he has old. some sort of illness. What are you saying? Well, that it is far more likely that he left intentionally or is ill than that something nefarious happened of grave consequence. And, uh, he kind of... You're not from around here, are you? I'm from the other coast. Uh, that explains it. But that does raise a good question. Do you two have a positive interpersonal relationship? Yeah, I, I think nine years happily married is positive. Any recent increases in conflict lately? No. Any notable decreases in conflict lately? As though someone might be withholding their emotions due to lack of trust. And he, and he kind of looked at his wrist. He's like, you know, Doc, I, I, I doctor, I, I, I just remembered. Um, I have a thing. Kadrak, take a point of determination as he kind of hustles you out the door. Um, mm -hmm. Lovely. I, I have gotten all of the information that Sam wanted. Uh, yeah. so thereafter, I was just being <laughs> an expert. While, while, while this lovely scene is playing out, uh, the, the three of you are getting coffee or whatever, um, and uh, Vion, your phone buzzes. It is uh, Leon Neal. Great. Okay, right before I pick it up, by the way, as we're like heading out, I just want to say like I kind of like shoulder bump Benny just like a little bit and nothing too 
big or dramatic or overstated or whatever, really casual, just like, you did, you did really good. Thanks. That was somehow weirder and also not as weird as I was expecting, so. Well, if that ain't par for the course for us. You're right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll pick it up. Hello? Ow. Hello? Hey, Vion. How's my favorite uh, superhero? Oh, yeah. You got to butter me up for a conversation. How you doing, Leon? Uh, I'm still alive. Uh, what's up? What can I do do for you? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to make a joke about how, well, at least one of us is, but I don't know how transparent I've been with Leon in the past. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off just because I can't recall exactly how much of it I've at this point. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, listen, my, my apartment got uh, raided. Raided? By yeah, who? by two cops. They uh, covered up their badge numbers, so I couldn't identify them exactly. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you think you could describe these cops to me? Yeah, I, I think I could give you a pretty good description. I will say, they did tell my landlord that they had a warrant after they kicked down my door, which I think is the wrong order of events, if it were to be the case. But I don't think there's a warrant for... Uh, in any regard uh, I don't know I looked into the legal system we didn't see anything um, and uh, he let's see uh, it's like well hmm it could mean a lot of things yeah, have to give me a little time to look into that. Um, anything else I could do for you? No, honestly, I mean, we're kind of taking care of our own thing right now, but I just wanted to give you a heads up that it seems like something's going on. And uh, we've worked together in the past. I I'm going to be completely frank with you, if that's all right. Uh, we yeah. have personally intervened with two situations where folks with powers have attacked specifically locations involved with the police and shortly after two cops came in covered their badge numbers and took a bunch of stuff and i, I can't exactly explain to you leon and you know if we get into an official investigation I'll, we'll figure out how to put this down on paper but they made it look like they took something from my apartment and i have a feeling that they actually might have left something behind So do what you need to do to keep yourself safe in a situation with this information. But I wanted to make you aware because I think you're one of the only people I trust outside of my team in the city. And I mean that. Yeah, well, you watch your back. Thanks. Uh, cops in this town can be incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got some stuff to take care of, Leon. Hey, Ulez, you want to say hi to Leon real quick? Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, we greet you. Yeah, we and you kind of hear like we're great, you like the little, little speaker, you know. It's like, all right, and he hangs up. Okay, oh, that was well. Um, Benny, it should be noted that uh, Vion's household um was burgled, but not truly burgled, based on the information that he has repeated to our friend. Um, that should inform you as to our our most recent events. Wow, we got uh, got a full full plate going on, huh? Um, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fun. And also, 
sorry for not letting you guys get a word in edgewise, I guess, this morning. But uh, is there anything I can do on that? Oh, we're kind of on top of it. Plus, okay. I grew up in the Bay Area, so it's not the most unusual thing that's ever happened. So right. We waited okay. three hours for first responders, and nobody arrived. That was, I mean, we had a great time. Oh, but, the audiobook was very good. What was it called again? Uh, Sherlock. Uh, this like, is like stories by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Correct. Yeah, correct. the three pips was like the main one that we kind of took away because yes. the ending was a little bit of a letdown. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I guess let's, um, let's pick up the dock and uh, let's head back into town. All right. All right, so you're headed back to Baronsdale to go to the library now. That is yeah, correct. Yeah, library and the bakery. We should definitely check yes. out the bakery. Yes. We should go is to the this, bakery. Is this a library that we are familiar with? Is this it's Peach? our library. It is? Okay. Yeah, this cool. is Peach Library. Is cool, um, just want to make sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? As you head back to Baronsdale, let's take our 10-minute break. Oh, yes. And uh, we will pick up when you arrive at the library. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. We will see you in 10. Welcome back. Um, so yeah, oh my God, uh, the, the, when we last left the team, they were on their way to Baronsdale uh, to go to the public library investigating the disappearance of Adam Aubrey. Um, and uh, I, I am told that uh, uh, Will W. Walton himself, uh, uh, Draconix is in chat right now. Hello, Jack. Hi, Jack. Um, and on that, uh, we will say you arrive at the public library. Um, it is, you have been, well, at least Vion has been here before. This is Pete's library. Um, and, uh, yeah, it is, you know, a library. So, um, what do you want to do? Um, uh, is Pete working currently? Like, let's go to the desk and see if Pete's there. Uh, yeah, you approach the desk. Um, you do not see Pete anywhere. Uh, there is a woman behind the desk. Uh, I would say uh, she is played by uh, Kelly Marie Trent. Wow, great. Um, big fan. Uh, hi there. Is uh, By any chance, is, is uh, Pete the librarian around? And uh, she says, ah, Pete typically works the night shift. He's the night uh, librarian. Sure, the yeah. day belongs to me. Wow, uh, I like this she, energy. Okay. Yeah. She points at her name tag. Uh, it says, uh, um, uh, uh, hello, my name is Marley Dang. Marley Dang. Hi, I I'm Vion Vigor. Nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you, Vion. Um, uh, what can I help you find? Um... I'm so sorry, uh, Marley. You cut you caught me off a little bit. I was because I, I I'm just so used to walking in and talking with Pete in the evenings. Um, oh, he's great. We love Pete. He's he's absolutely fantastic. But I I don't mean and and uh, I'm very excited to get to know you as well. Uh, it's interesting to see like the daytime versus nighttime shift. Um, we're looking for a gentleman who uh, visited here um, about yay high brown hair. I don't, hold on. Once I'm so sorry. It's so yeah. Hi, with brown hair. Hmm. It's not going to narrow it down, is it? Yeah. Um, can you tell me anything else? He was here um, four days ago. Yeah. Um, he's a professor at Hamlin. That might have come up at some point if he talked to you. I'll. You know, I'll actually quickly pull up a picture from like the website. Like the. There wasn't a picture website. on the website, but. Um, mm hmm. 
if you would like to spend a point of determination, I can retcon that you took a picture uh, from the apartment or were given a picture by um, uh, Cal. You know, I mean, we could burn that. I would like I would like to put forth really quickly, and I won't take up too much time with this. A gentleman with that high of a hotness rating on Rate My Professor is not going to have just casual pictures online. You didn't find any on the university website. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Wait, wait. No, no, hold on. I want to go on to like whatever the equivalent of Facebook is and search Adam Daly. Hmm. Okay. Um, make an intellectual. I'm good at those. I need to make someone else do these. Ah, five. Five. Yeah, you're you're kind of fumbling through Ugh. it. Do you? Would anybody else want to take a shot? Someone else. Do you do. require assistance utilizing your cellular device? Yeah, I'm just looking for a picture of him, and I don't know. I actually don't know if he goes by Aubrey or Daily. So, if you can find a photo of him, I just I can't seem to navigate. Oh, absolutely. I can search on a wider area than simply one website. May I touch your phone first? Yes, please. And I will hold it up for them. You guys make an intellect roll. You can use investigation because you're investigating. Yeah, we got this. Ten. Ten. Thank you. Thank you. That'll get the job done. (laughs) Yeah, you you find some pictures of Adam Aubrey, uh, Facebook, and, you know, (laughs) some, you know, just, just, you know, some online or something stuff, like LinkedIn that yeah for sure like, does, oh, he, yeah. does he yeah. go by adam aubrey or does he go by adam daily uh let's say on facebook uh his, his personal page is uh under um uh, adam daily okay hmm. okay and uh, uh you know it looks like he's trying to maybe hide it from students or something yeah, like no. that or, so um, about four days ago this gentleman visited the library um do you by any was- chance recognize him Oh, yeah, the police were showing me that picture. Is this about the statue thing? Yeah. Could you uh, could you remind me again the statue thing? Make a willpower roll. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> Not today, Vion. Okay, here we go. Uh, six. Um, that is a moderate success. And she, uh... Yeah, their weird statue appeared in the alley, and the cops took it. I don't know if I should be talking to you about this. We're, um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, we're looking for a missing gentleman, and um, the cops have kind of washed up with nothing. Uh, I'm sure they've been around here and talked to some folks, but we're... Just seeing what we can do to just get this man found back to his partner. Give me willpower roll. Okay. Come on, be better. Will's in chat. Will's watching. <laughs> Pumpkin is smiling at me today. Yes. That is going to be a 10. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Marley says, well, she kind of looks around, just leans in and says, I, I don't know much. I don't know who this guy is, but the yeah. police came in here uh, asking a bunch of questions about him on the same day that this like weird statue appeared in the alley, like around the side of the library there. Okay. And then the police came uh, with a truck and, and they just sort of took the statue away. I honestly don't know what anything, what one has to do with another, but 
uh, you know, that they never came back after that and didn't ask any more questions. Are there any cameras out there or any uh, that would be, could have captured that area? Um, no, we only have cameras inside the library, uh, not on the outside, but, um, would a neighboring building, sorry, would a neighboring building, the coffee shop or, uh, don't not pastry shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I can show you the spot, but that's, that's probably, yeah. And you don't, yeah. you don't mind. That would actually be very useful. Yeah. And she's sort of, you know, she's like, Helen, I'll be back in five. And, uh, you know, she kind of runs around the side of the thing and Thanks, she's like, Helen. this way. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she takes you out of the front of the library and walks you along. It's like, you know, it, it takes up the whole block that it's on. So uh, she, you know, kind of gets to it. And then um, instead of a street at the end of the block uh, on this one end, there is something that is, you know, a little bit more of an alleyway that just cuts through to the next street over. And uh, it is, you know, it's long, just two walls on either side and, uh, you know, paved. And uh, it's got some garbage cans in the dumpster and stuff like that. And she sort of points like right to the end of the alley, like, you know, kind of right where it meets the street. And she's like, yeah, it was right here. There was like a statue. I figured it was, you know, you know, I, I figured it was some kind of, you know, street artist thing, you know, or just, sure. you know, it just appeared here or something. But, uh, you know, that kind of stuff happens in this neighborhood all the time. So I didn't really yeah. think much of it at the time until I saw the police taking it away. And then at that point, I kind of felt bad because I didn't really like, you know, get a chance to appreciate it before it was gone. Door, yeah. I'm gonna get Ulas hooked up to the Whisper Network and ask them to see if they can find any mention of this. <laughs> People are talking about statues. Oh, yes. Is there a, a separate VPN that I need to access in order to communicate with these folks? No, it's... I've been on it, so probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ulas, give me a, uh, a you know investigation roll. So I, to go, I just have an idea. I need to give it to one of my other friends because I can't, <laughs> I can't search things. Uh, 12. 12. Okay, Ula, as you start uh, searching the, the, the Whisper Network, it's, it's got a lot of entries. Uh, what do the rest of you want to do while uh, Ula is searching the Whisper Network? Anything? I do look to Vion and to the patch on the ground mm-hmm. and shrug my shoulders and hope that is adequate to convey would you like to do your post-cognition yeah yeah um I'm, I'm if definitely... i see you moving toward it then i will yeah i'm definitely turn go to marley and ask if she would be so kind as to assist me with a research query back in the library so that you might broadcast uh without witness and furthermore so that my research query can be satisfied I love this and, and, move. We've pulled this multiple times. Like, you do this and I will leave this NPC away. Like, <laughs> and, and Marley's just like, oh, yeah, I can help you with anything. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, you know, just tell me what you're looking for. Yes, um, I'm looking for the academic work of Adam Aubrey. Okay, hang on. And uh, she leads you back towards uh, the entrance of the building. And while that is going on, Vion, you're going to postcog? That is correct. Okay. Um, give me a postcog roll. Okay. Uh, that's going to be an eight. Okay. Um, some moderate success. Beyond. Hmm. Moderate success. What does that get you? 
While I'm thinking about that, Ulez, uh, you uh, search the Whisper Network, and uh, you, in fact, uh, what was your role? You you got a twelve, right? Twelve, or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you find reports of strange statues, statues of people, animals. I mean, dogs, cats, birds. You know just kind of popping up all over the city and being quickly rushed off the scene by the police. Um, the reports are mostly in Baronsdale and a couple of older ones in Southern Avalon. Is like, do folks talk about like the commonality in like the material that the statues are made out of? Like, is it all stone? Is it all marble? You don't see anything to that effect. Uh, you, you, you see a couple of pictures, you know, and, okay. and they mostly Download look like, this. yeah, kind of like concrete. Okay. Sort of, you know, like very rough gray material, you know, um, and uh, they are incredibly detailed. Um, and, uh, and that's about it. That's what you okay. get. And while that is going on, Vion, you... You have to dig through a lot of visions. You postcog a couple of times because so many people have passed over the spot. But eventually, you manage to hit on something. And you quickly see Adam Aubrey. He is dressed in a suit, and he is kind of walking down the street, passing the alley. And he, he looks into the alley, and uh, he sees somebody sitting on the ground, wrapped in a blanket, kind of shivering. And, uh, let's see, how much do you get here? And, uh, he... He says, um, hey, you all right? And the guy on the ground sort of says, just a little cold. And Adam Aubrey reaches into his wallet and pulls out a $20 bill, and then it ends. Okay, well, I broadcast that. Okay. Yeah, Ulez, Benny, you've got that. Meanwhile, inside the library... Um, <laughs> Kadrax, uh, uh, Marley is just sort of like Adam Aubrey, huh? And uh, starts digging through the computer uh, catalog and um, it's like- Department well, of I Science is very broad, um, but in order to even be an adjunct lecturer in today's very tight academic market, uh, Aubrey assuredly has a PhD. Um, if it's a science department and not, for instance, an engineering department where you might see masters and so on. Um, point being, there are going to be a lot of graduate level publications, possibly conferences, other like there will there should be materials on a search, uh, even uh, assuming that as an adjunct, he didn't publish, which he still may have. Um. <laughs> Think about this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, since Marley is doing the search and not you, uh, 
what I will say is, you know, she digs through the catalog and she says, um, hmm, I've got his name in here. Uh, it looks like there are a couple of papers referenced, but they are, it looks like I will have to borrow them for you uh, from the library at Hamlin. Are they not locked digitally? Doesn't look like it. They're, they're a little older than that and uh, don't look like they have been, uh, you know, bounced yet. So does it appear that his educational record is at that institution? Might this be his thesis? Uh, could be. Uh, there's not a tremendous amount of detail here. What are they called? What, is, what are the titles? Um... Yes, because I, uh, okay. Um, what I really just, called? I'm trying to dig at what kind of science he does uh, okay. and like what his area of specialization yeah. is. Um, because Benny was searching things like thermodynamics. I don't necessarily, like, I'm not coming at that by searching keyword, but searching what kind, what stuff is he published at all. For all I know, it's geology and it's just, you know, uh, and we're out, but it's worth a try. I mean, she is she's like, now, I suppose. Uh, she's like, yeah, I can't tell much. I, I, I only have the title of uh, um, this one. Uh, it says, um, Reevaluating Copernicus. Hmm. All right. Fascinating. Excellent. I look forward to reading it. Uh, anything else I can help you with? I will meditate upon this query because your abilities of research seem prodigious. Ooh, well, I'm all, you know, I'm always here during the day. So let me know uh, if you come up with anything. And uh, if you don't okay. stop by at night, Pete will be happy to help you. And um, yeah, so I'm going to say you uh, join your friends again outside. What is a Copernicus? Copernicus? Uh, uh, old mathematician. Yeah, he, he uh, was, think, yeah. Well, no, uh, you mathematics go ahead. Yeah. that explains reevaluation. Yeah, he, you he get was, a new value. <laughs> he did stuff with like the layout of the solar system. Yeah, which one that like? Yeah, he. I think he was the one who put this. Was said that the sun was in the middle and we weren't. You know, the center of everything. Y yeah, decentralizing. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. Um, Vion took uh, like science. Science for artists <laughs> so like his understanding is not accurate <laughs> this is put it. this is caitlin hoping that my knowledge of all of the space documentaries i watched is correct <laughs> <laughs> believe copernicus was the one who told uh, who decided that the sun was at the center and probably received a lot of death threats the church hated him because that was not what they wanted us to believe <laughs> yeah because earth is supposed to be at the center of uh the solar system. I mean, system. it all, they thought everything revolved around us before they had, you know, advanced technology. Cause you know, you look up in the sky and you see everything, you just spin around the earth, but really we're the ones, you know. Right. Cause I think I'm starting to remember now that you're saying it, Benny, cause he was like, oh, well this celestial object is traveling a little bit faster. And that's off the pattern of if we were in the center. So then it was like, actually we're not in the center because then that explains why these go, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, space science before we had, you know, uh, good enough technology to confirm it. B, did you 
uh, tell us what you found on the Whisper Network? Not yet. Okay. <clears throat> um, Probably when Cadrax comes back, Les will show some of the... <clears throat> Some like the pictures. Um, I have located some other statues, but they have all been whisked away. Okay. I will. I'm gonna. Okay. I should check in with everyone. I know, but I think that Vion's mind is kind of just running right now. Um. I'm gonna cast something, Rick. What would you like to cast? Because we just saw the picture, uh, because Ula showed us, um, Vion is going to cast alternate form. Oh. To what end? I saw, we were all kind of kind of doing our own things. Um, I was paying really close attention to the postcog, and, you know, I saw that he interacted with another person. And that was the most that we gleaned. Um, and so what I would like to do is I would like to cast myself as a, as solid form just to see if I look similar to the picture that we just saw. Oh, make sure that you use concrete. Con concrete? Yes. It is yeah. my, my most basic understanding of the materials that are being used. Yeah, let's see if I can do that and be that. Okay, um, make make a magic roll to see if you can turn on alternate form. Great. I will look up while you are making your magic roll. Hang on. That's my the one that I have. I could probably read it. Oh, right, yeah. This is Mine your is power. just liquid. <laughs> That's going to be 11. Preparation to change into your alternate form, but you can return instantly. As an extra, you can assume your alternate form of that book. Um, okay. Shadow form, solid form. You transform into a dense solid material like metal or stone. Uh, what'd you get? 11. Nice. All right. Um, the power comes to you. You, you are able to uh, assume the power of alternate form. Um, and, uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. What did we, we decided that this is. What are you determining? Just takes a page of prep to change. Okay. So y'all have to stand around waiting. Um, nice. and, uh, yeah, you know, you kind of wait, you kill some time. Anybody want to do anything uh, while he's uh, preparing for a page? I probably talk about more of what I saw on the whisper network. Um, okay. Yeah, everything is kind of localized. It's a variety of statues. It's all very detailed. Um, yeah, and, uh, and I'm not really sure the materials. I will sure. report about the reason why uh, Copernicus <laughs> is of interest. Mm -hmm. So he's okay. in space astrophysics, maybe? All I got was science. So, I mean, if he's doing research on old-timey astronomers... That would indicate maybe he, that is also his area of expertise, at least partially. I could not speak to it without examining uh, the thesis yeah, at yeah. Hamlin, but it is not directly relevant to fire. I yes. apologize. That's okay. Good to know, though. Yeah. Okay. Are and you stoned now? Vion, you 
finally are able to assume a stone form. Now you are okay. If you're just, I want to make sure I understand what's going on here. You are trying to turn to stone to see if you resemble one of the statues in the picture that Ula's. Um, that's correct. Well, tell you what. Uh, every everybody but Vion make an intellect. No, I guess Vion too. Everyone make an intellect roll. See, see, tell me what the highest one is. Eleven. It's nine. 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 Ten. Ten. Okay, so eleven is the highest. Uh, that's a major success. Um, you all put your heads together and kind of look at Vion, and um, the texture of your stone seems different than the stone in the picture. You know, it's like it, it is not quite. It doesn't quite like you know. It needs to be more grainy. Yes, it needs to be more grainy or something. But the level of detail is very similar. Hmm. You should infiltrate the collection's location in this form. If we call you in, have them take you away. <laughs> I turn back. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Not against the plan. Um, do we want to do other things first, though? Like maybe that's our like a poss- possible and end goal. I don't know. Could we? Okay, here's the thing. Let's just quickly go over this. Let's touch our bases. Hey, and by the way, I'm happy to infiltrate as a statue. I'm not opposed to that. Okay. I did think um, that's where you were going right away. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, Adam uh, interacted with someone on the same day that a statue just appeared here and was carried off. Okay. dealing with the Medusa? Oh. What is a Medusa? uh, It's a mythical figure in Greek and other, you know, mythologies where, you know, looking into her eyes turns you to stone. Yeah. Mm, Like Percy Jackson? Yeah. Well, Percy Jackson, Vian and I watched that film. Yeah, the lightning thief. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of a cursory, albeit um, slightly inaccurate representation of the Greek pantheon oh. um, or pantheons in general. But uh, yeah, um, the ability to turn, I don't know. There's a lot of theories behind it. Um, exactly why that all was. He could have been cast and carried away, but also this has been happening all throughout the city. And uh, and 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 there were like that, the information on the article was that there are like birds and stuff as well, right, Rick? That they're animals and things. Yeah, mm-hmm. birds, cats, dogs, squirrels, chipmunks. So this isn't necessarily a concerted effort to target specific humans. This seems to be one a- very prolific Medusa who is maybe dealing with some stuff. Yeah. And presumably a cover-up. Yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Do we still, by any chance, have access to any of the records from the tower, the glass tower? That's a question. Would our friends have that? According to my notes, uh, Mm -hmm. you, Ulez, took records on the guards who worked at the glass tower. 
Um, you have the number for Bruce Buck. Um, yeah, if we could call, if we called Bruce Buck or like Lila or something, and if they could check records for us, if someone like that with that particular skill or power set was in the tower, mm-hmm. or if this is something entirely new. That's uh, yeah, that is a, a good way to narrow our. Because if surgeons. they did, if they did, they might actually have a name and like a profile on who this person might be. Which might speak to why there is a concerted, organized effort to make this not be so apparent. Yeah. I mean, there's also a chance that the police or cops just don't know what do, what this is or how, what to do with it. My but. understanding is that they would leave it to be someone else's problem. That sounds correct. Yeah, so uh, who, wait, okay, so who do, do we want to call Buck or... Bruce Buck or Lila, whose last name I forget. We are partial Andrew. to Lila. Yeah, let's call Lila. I'm also thinking the police have established they know who I am. Mm-hmm. So if I were to get statued, unless I were to cover my appearance, with the level of detail that the statues appear in, they would know it's me. Probably, yeah. Are so they the same it, cops? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. No, yeah, that unpredictability there. Could could I be a statue? I. That's a great question. Um, I don't think I can cast it to others. I think it's oh. only I can only affect myself. Okay. But Ulez, if you ever want to pretend to be a statue, we can go to the park sometimes and just stand really still. Some oh. folks even give you money for it because it's entertaining. Oh, okay. I would also like to watch some plants grow. We can do that while standing very still. Yeah, we can definitely do that. I can actually literally turn into a statue and you can stand next to me as a statue and we'll both watch the plants grow and then people can, you know, give us some spare change and we'll go get, you know, go pick up some seedlings. Yes, please. Um, but as of right now, yeah, let's call Lila. Ask if uh, there's anyone on record that's got sort of like uh, this ability to cast onto others and take that as a starting point. If we can find them, maybe we can figure out how to undo it, because it sounds like there's quite a few people who... Yeah, if it's a power thing, we might be able to negate it. Yeah. Um, okay. You're calling Lila Pendry. Yes. Yeah. Who's making the call? Benny. Okay, sorry, I was taking, sorry, I'm taking notes. Yeah, I can call. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll hold my phone, I'll put it on. Well... Do we want, is there like a study room in the library that we could just go sit and chat with? Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> like, so we're not, sure. you know, in you, an alleyway. You, yeah, you, you head back in and Marley takes you to like one of the quiet study, like okay. private rooms. It's got like a, shut, a door that shuts. Awesome. Um, I'll sit down and, and I'll, I'll give her a call. Put it on okay. so everybody can hear. Phone rings a couple of times and then just you hear, yes. Hi, uh, this is Benny Beckett. Um, am I speaking with Lyle Pendry? Ah, yeah, Benny. Hi. Hi. Sorry. Um, I'm sure this number was for emergencies, and I uh, guess this is kind of one. We're hoping you can help us f- maybe find somebody who might need our help. Is related to the glass tower, maybe. Well, you've got my attention. Who are you looking for? We were wondering if you had records of the people held in the tower. We're looking for someone who might have had powers or abilities akin to Medusa, turning living things into stone. 
Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the records we've taken from the glass tower so far are heavily coded, and we are working on decoding them. Uh, Do you require assistance? We certainly could. Um, however, there is somebody you can ask that might be able to save you some time if you would like. Yeah. Steve Stoughton is being held in a special cell in the former site of Lockley Island State Penitentiary. If you'd like, I can get you an appointment to see him. I look at my friends. <laughs> is that something? Would he even I would tell love us? to see the look on his face. <laughs> You know how we were talking about over break that the more aggro Cadrex get, the calmer they are? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Freaking Colinar <laughs> up in here. Yeah, that's the thought. Okay. Can we, I'm going to mute it for a second. Can we handle that as a crew? Because I feel like um, I, I find him very annoying and agitating. And also we don't know for sure if he would even tell us. We may attempt to threaten him. We are working on it and he deserves a threat. We also have that um, lie detector. Do you think they'd let us bring that into an interview? It is rather large, but perhaps we can convince them. Um, We are investigators. I can cast invisibility on it. Oh. Although getting it to him might be the tough part. If there's a glass, then we can, can can get us through the glass. If we want to get messy with it, we can get messy with it. Okay. We might just have permission to do that, too, if we have Lila's Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. depending on how much clout Lila's carrying there. Yeah. Yeah. So do we want want to do this? Or do we want to find a a different way? I don't think it's a bad idea. I can't think of any other leads unless we go to the pastry shop and do the same thing over again. I mean, we can do that, too. No, Um, let's do this. (laughs) Okay. All right. I unmute it. I'm like, okay, sorry about that. Um, That'd be very helpful. Thank you. I'll arrange it at once. I'm sure Ulas would really like to get their hands on those encrypted files too at some point. So we yeah, would. maybe that's Please. a secondary appointment. I will call you back to discuss that. Uh, handling oh. of those files is very sensitive, but we would appreciate Ulas's help. Oh, yes. We thank you. We thank you. And uh, yeah, um, Lila sets you up with an interview. Uh, uh, she says, as soon as you want to head over there, oh, you will be allowed in. Sweet. She has complete control over that facility. Great. Let's do it. Let's bring in all the stuff. All right. Yeah, you're just going over? Okay. Um, yeah, I guess. Unless there's anything else anybody needed from, from here. Doc, you want to check anything out at the library? I think I've found the totality of what I require. Cool. Thank you. All right, Jake, uh, can you put up the Lockley Island map for a couple of minutes? Um, now, if you all recall, Lockley Island State Penitentiary is the place that you went to break Brooke Barrett out of prison uh, around the end of season one. And uh, we'll say that uh, Lila explains to you that uh, because of some structural damage to the place for unknown reasons during uh, the, the escape of Brooke Barrett, um, uh, the prison was closed down 
and uh, the prisoners were moved off-site to a different prison in Baronsdale, and uh, then um, Lila and her people took over the prison and have been slowly converting it into a place to hold prisoners like Steve until trial. Um, you can take a water taxi uh, over um, from uh, Baronsdale right over. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you can take a water taxi from uh, uh, South uh, from uh, Baronsdale over here, um, just right over there. And uh, it is located, like I said, on Lockley Island in the middle of Central Bay, about halfway between Baronsdale and Murr Island and just south of Bray Island. And uh, the water, yeah. So I was going to ask if she said anything about his abilities. Has, has he retained them? Uh, as long as he is in his cell, his abilities are negated as they would be with power negating cuffs. But like his artificial powers haven't faded at all. Like they're holding... No, uh, his artificial powers uh, still exist. Okay, cool. That's what I wanted to know. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, also, could we ask if we have the opportunity, Does would our powers be negated if we were to be in the cell? As long as you are not on the side of the glass divider that he is on, you're cool. If you go into the room with him, it is a feature of the room that he will be interrogated, of that interrogation room. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> cool. All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's water taxi over. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, you, uh, you, you take the water taxi over. We'll say it is, you know, about mid-afternoon by the time you arrive, and uh, there are uh, two guards waiting at the dock for you, um, uh, as Lila told you there would be. And uh, they take you in the building. You have been on this dock before. Um, I think it was... Who came in through the dock? I think it was Benny and Kadrax came on posing, through the dock. Posing as yeah. <laughs> press yeah. and uh, medical expert, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Still yep. have those scrubs, yes, from yeah. St. Lucia's Hospital uh, from earlier days. Yep, absolutely, yeah. And, I'm so uh, sorry, Rick. May I just rewind this tiniest bit because I am desperately, desperately, desperately curious and yeah, also yeah. probably not thinking about Steve just as hard as I can. <laughs> May I ping the water as we cross? We saw something that one time, and we are on the exact same route now. Give me a complex task roll, or, you know, your ping roll. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, eight. Just seafloor. Yeah. I want to know. I really want to know. I would love that if if we are willing. That oh my gosh, I mean, yes. we ain't doing anything. <laughs> That'll bring you down to oh, one point yes, of community famous determination. Last words. There they are. <laughs> right. Ha! Yes, that was a five on the die. So much, much better. Uh, so twelve. Well, I'm afraid to tell you that you still just detect ordinary seafloor features. You know. Uh huh. Fish, coral. Um, some underwater cabling, maybe not coral, that might be too cold water for that, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just, just, you know, under the no, sea. No, we pass stuff a sign that says corral. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. A, a sign that says corral. <laughs> just regular under the sea stuff, you know, Understood. singing crabs, mermaids, things like that. Um, I will retain the advisory to kiss the girl. Understood. hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Cool. And, Thank you. uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you get um, 
you get there and the guards escort you through the building and you can see that like part of the building has been like braced with all the scaffolding because of something that you know uh upset the uh the structure um uh, as as lila told you and uh yeah as one of the guards is walking there he's walking you there he's like yeah it's like uh, remember the, you read about that thing where that uh, that lady brooke barrett broke out of prison it was like there was some sort of explosion that night and it just rocked the whole building it's like you know, it's still all very shaky, but uh, we, we, we've we, we've uh, uh, buttressed the parts of the building that we're using for now. So it's safe. Don't worry. And um, and they get you to an interrogation room. He opens the door and you walk in and you find yourself, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you've seen this in a million TV shows. There is a room and there's kind of like a sheet of glass. And on the other side of the glass, uh, you can see Steve Stoughton and uh, he is uh, cuffed to a table and sitting in a chair uh, at the table. And uh, he's just kind of sitting there looking a little bored. And then when he sees you walk in, uh, he kind of sits up in his chair. And uh, we acknowledge you. Hey, Ulez. Good to see you again. We mm. greet you. Mm. What's up, team? Well, um, actually, Steve, uh, and I look around uh, up at the cameras. And the, I assume there's cameras, right? Keeping track of everything? Yes. We will say that there is a camera watching from both sides. We're here to break you out. Make a uh, willpower roll. Uh, where is my Steve Stout and cheat? Oh my god! No, I was going to. Okay. Can I throw a performance on top of this? Uh, I assume you're lying. So yeah, yeah. If just, you are I'm lying, just, you can throw yeah. a performance. No six. lie, no performance. Six. <laughs> um, six is total. Yeah, six is total. I got the bats laughing at me in my face. Are and, you giving uh, us a thumbs up? Like behind your back or anything? Oh, yeah, 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 100%. 100%. Okay. Yeah, 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 100%. Cadrex and, and Ulas need that. Please don't forget. <laughs> Steve kind of smirks, and he's just sort of like, oh, so that's, that's cute that you would try that, uh, Vion, but uh, I, I think I know you a little too well to believe that. <laughs> I was never really an actor. Listen, Steve, we got a bit of a problem. Someone's running around the city... Turning folks into statues. You don't know anything about that? Ooh, statues, huh? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I know exactly uh, who that is. Uh, but why should I tell you anything? That's a good question. Because yeah. they told me I could come in there and kick the shit out of you if you don't answer our questions. And that's Correct. the answer. Yeah. Benny, make a willpower roll. <laughs> I just hate him so much. I don't even... Please, Dice. Okay, that's all right. Ten. <laughs> and uh, he kind of looked at you and he's like... <sighs> Honestly, good fight gets the blood pumping. I, I've been in here a while now. I'll tell you what, though. Maybe we can make a deal. Y'all feel like making a deal? Not particularly. Do we feel like making a deal? Uh, 
I could get you some pizza, maybe, but that's probably as far as deals are going to go here. Could we try one more threat? Go yeah, for you, it. Yeah. Do you want to let? Yeah, you want to lay down a threat? Oh, um, let her rip, bud. Hmm. Uh, Steve, we will. Uh, do you value your existence as it is um, on the internet? What if you never exist? What if never nobody ever knew of you? We could erase everything that you ever were. To us, that sounds very scary. And and he's just sort of like, do your worst. I would like to do my best. Yeah, they'll do their best. And it's really good, too. Thank you. So I tell you what, yeah. break me out of here. I'll tell you everything you want to know. How, how do we hold you to your your word when you have broken your word? You are not a person we can trust. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a fair point. I am going to, I want to like, it, so it's through glass. Yeah. Right. Like, is, I'm assuming there's like a microphone or something or some sort of like. Yeah, it's like a little kind of intercom thing. Okay. I just kind of like turn away from it and kind of like turn my head towards uh, Vian. I'll be like, do you want to see if like your powers can reach through it? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Which powers do you want me to try out? How do you feel about a mind read? If not, that's cool. So I'll start talking to him. See what thoughts are brought to the forefront. <sighs> the thing is, I do feel like that's invasive and... That's uh, okay. I, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, but... I could perhaps offer something more non-specific. Oh, sure. Yeah, what's that? Uh, and I want to... Uh, touch to a wall or the piece of uh, plexiglass or whatever and see if I can use that as a resonator uh, against his heartbeat. <gasps> Whoa! Like lie detector? Yeah. Okay, give me a complex task roll. I'm going to set the I think this would qualify. High. Yeah. Yes. Um. Hmm. Ah, I'm trying to figure out if I have a a, a quality here <laughs> that applies. I mean, you're upholding your oath to protect like the city. That's what we're trying to do. But yeah, I mean, well, so there is the part of uphold my oath where one of the reasons Cadrox is very quiet right now is because they desperately want to do dishonorable things, mm. and. There is this concept in training called an incompatible behavior. The dog can't jump if they are sitting. The cataracts cannot do violence if they are doing this. This is the productive thing they can do right now because they want to do very bad things. And they don't want to do those. They desire not to desire it. Mm -hmm. This is an incompatible behavior. Would that be satisfactory to you, Master of Games? I uphold my oath. Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I think that's close enough because you are essentially trying to do good for the city. So with that, that is that is in line enough with that. But that will cost you uh, one of your two points of determination. Yes. All right. Complex task roll. Nine. 
take. That is a moderate success. So you are able to kind of just detect his heartbeat. You don't know exactly how accurate your readings are going to be, but you feel like, you know, you can sense what's going on. There's something for a complex task world that we applied to a marginal success. And I want to know if I can use that. The, on the marginal, we were willing to inflict a stamina drain. Can I take that in order to bump it up a level of success and have a little more certainty? Right. That was the penalty, right? Yeah. Okay. You are correct. I was doing that wrong. Um, right. The stamina drain is what? Two or one? Uh, I would accept either in this moment. I will not accept a deal from him, but from you, <laughs> you are a good gentleman. Um, right. I think we said right. Like uh, you, you don't, yeah, you don't have to take anything more than what the actual drain was. I just kind of forgot that that was uh, the feature of that. So, right. I just want to know if I can use that instead change. of like a yeah. marginal to bump a moderate to a major. To take the the penalty for a, for a... Oh, wait, I have a plus two. I'm at an 11, by the way. You're at I, forgot, I forgot I oh. spent a point of determination. Well, if it's an 11 instead of a 9, then it is a major success anyway. Okay. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I, I rolled a 2 just, on the die and then I completely forgot that existed. Yep. Thank you. Sorry. Just to be sure, right, Blast, complexity rules with option to spend determination to avoid stamina drain. Um, right. It's like... Right, on a marginal, I get to pick either spending the determination or taking the damage. Right, but I think it's like you accomplish your task. The question is, you know, right. when the task is accomplished, are you draining stamina or yep. do you, you know, not? So it's like it would have worked anyway. That's That was on me. Um, it's just been a while. So, um, yeah, absolutely. That is a major success. You feel like, yeah, you've got a good grasp on his heartbeat. All right. As I say, it is rather more non-specific, but hopefully that also solves the ethical quandary. Thanks, Doc. It does, yeah. Steve, um, if you were to get out, what, what would your plan even be? They're not going to let you go. It would make more sense for you to broker a deal with them. Um... Put Steve's intellect. Steve kind of looks over at Cadrax with their hand on the glass. And he's like, are you lie detectoring me? Would you be inclined toward deception? I think it's pretty obvious I would. How? Um, is it I'll obvious? tell you. What. You know what? I know you're not going to break me. I'm just screwing with you. You doubt us? Yeah, I doubt you. Okay. You know what? You know what? See, here's my question. I thought you like hated power powered people power the powerful all that thing so why would you defend someone that we're trying to go get like why would if you if you'd rather there be less powerful people why not see your vision all the way through why protect them that's such a good question make a willpower roll baby no i don't i'm scared not great can i 
You have one point of determination. I do. I don't know if it's going to be good enough. Um, can I use community? Well, no, I've got one. Just can I use stubborn as a mule? <laughs> yeah, stubborn as a mule. This? I think. Yeah. Okay. You so are repeatedly trying to get the same thing. So yeah. yeah. Ten. Ten. All right. That is. That is a moderate success. Um, he's. Yeah. What are you, you trying to keep? Is, I thought you were trying to keep powered people off the streets. I thought that was your whole goal. That's what we are currently offering for you, and you're going to withhold that information. What out of spite? I thought you had a vision. I guess this is kind of win-win for me. Either you take out some powered person, or uh, this person turns a few of you to stone. Which is fine by me anyway. In fact, I'll probably just tell you where, uh, where, who this person is, just to increase the probability of that happening. <sighs> the man that you are looking for is Ruben Reese. We called him the sculptor. And uh, he was a voluntary resident of the Glass Tower. He was let's say, under our care. Uh, one of our most dangerous extranormals asked us for help when we found him, and uh, the care we gave him was the only thing that kept the threat that he posed in check. Uh, I get the feeling... Well, we kept his powers off. Nullification, yeah. Well. Y'all didn't really think about all the potential consequences that might have come up when you just let everybody out of there. Did you? Oh, I assure you we did. Continue, though. I don't know where to find him, but I know he's got a son, Doran. Lifetime of tracking extra normals tells me you find the son. He'll lead you to the father. Happy hunting. Uh, okay. I looked to my friends. Do we need anything else? You know, um, you did us a solid. Thank you. And uh, kind of as we promised, here's some pizza. And I would like to cast Illusion really oh, my quickly. Word. And have a pizza appear in front of Steve. And. Uh... I tell you what, I won't make you roll for that. Um, and uh, the, the the pizza appears and he kind of... Very funny. <laughs> I flick him off and then I leave. <laughs> yeah, what she said. And he sits back, stroking his chin and just watching you go. Uh, we are we, you we get out in the hallway. Oh, go for it. Uh, uh, Kadrix, are you, st are you staying behind? Uh, Kadrax simply says, I hope you learn remorse and departs. Uh, and as, okay, if that's happening, I'm just going to, as you know, the doc is walking out and say, and by the way, they're, uh, they were checking your heartbeat. They were reading the room and, uh, when they get all quiet like that, no, nah, that's not. That's judgmental. That's going to weigh on you tonight. Let me tell you, you're going to lose some hours. And I'm just like chuckling. I'm like, yeah, that's going to stress you out later. Trust me. It's a slow burn. It's a slow burn of judgment. And I walk out to the hallway. 
And he just kind of shrugs and shakes his head. We're um, walking in, Betty's like, I hate that guy so much. I can't stand him. I hate that we had to do that. But uh, uh, she's got a little notebook she's putting away. Oh, it is, it is satisfying. We see their extensive denial, which means there is significant pain. There you go. So, should we find a son? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, maybe that bodes well that this is someone who's going to want help, that our, our assessment of this might be someone who is trying to get this under control might be correct. That's not a bad... Yeah, that's a good point. We can point. get him somewhere with help where he isn't imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Can we... When we get out, we're, like, getting in the boat, but he's like, we should stop at a gas station and get some aviator glasses for everybody. Yeah, I can the get ones behind with the, that. The ones with the mirror, oh. mirror front. Aviator. I don't know if that would help. What, what? what does that? It's a, it's a Medusa thing. So Perseus um, was put under duress. I believe uh, his mother was being held hostage by uh, what's essentially an evil king. And then uh, what he did is uh, he went and he, he chopped the head off of Medusa, which he was ordered to do. And uh, in order to protect himself, he had a shield that was uh, reflective. Oh. Uh, sort of a combination of the myth and, and, and the Harryhausen film. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he brought the head back to the court and used the head of Medusa against them. He held it up and uh, actually turned the entire court to stone in order to <laughs> save his mom. And uh, yeah, just one of several things. I know someone who would be hot on my tail if I didn't make sure that I knew the mythology behind Medusa. So I wanted to be real clear about that. <laughs> I guess maybe we would want a mirror to look behind us because I don't want... I don't want to turn him and I don't want him to turn himself into stone. I just don't want us to get turned into. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I have been thinking about, uh, well, we have some night vision goggles that I would like to enter right into my own, uh, uh, optical orbs. Oh yeah. You want to take them apart and. We would like that, but we might require some assistance. It's often hard to work with only one eye. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can do that a little bit later. Okay. Um, so what you raise a, oh, sorry. Yeah. May I raise a question to you? If oh, me? this, the, the group okay. as constituted, none of this has answered why someone would clean up after these persons. Messes. In particular, it unless there is some history or personal connection to the police, there is no motive for them to be of meaningful assistance unless it is by way of some other actor. We know that in this city, the police are often on a payroll, even to criminal organizations. And we know that some of those organizations have had interest in acquiring any number of things. I mean, I'm hoping they just don't know what to do with it, with the stoned individuals, and they've just got them somewhere because they don't know how to... At least they don't know how to handle stoned individuals. Yeah, they don't know how to... what to do with them, and that's kind of the hope, but I would not put something more nefarious past them. Hmm... Let's go talk to the son, uh, even if it's not to directly identify the father to get Reuben. I think that maybe uh, let's see what's going on. 
what kind of situation we're dealing with to begin with. We might be able to even pull on this thread without having to go directly to the source. I mean, I also just want to help this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's something we can do for him to help him out. Um, Ulez, do you mind checking the name um, on some databases, just kind of logging in and oh, seeing yes. if we can get an address? We can search the entirety of your internet, including the Whisper Network that I now have access to. Um, I'll, oh, yeah, well, I don't have access to the Whisper Network, so I'll, Benny, I guess it's got to be your phone. May we? Sure. Ulez, make an investigation roll. By the way, I didn't say it before during the, the Steve Sauton scene, but Kadrax, um, your lie detecting said to you that he was telling the truth through all of his testimony. I, I should have uh, acknowledged I that. I took it but... as implied, though I appreciate the clarification. Okay. Uh, his ill will toward us seemed self-evidently honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, though his affect seemed demonstrably not. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I got an eight. Okay, and best. what are you searching for? Uh, the searching name of for... the son. Uh, something Reese. I can't remember his first name. Uh, Doran Reese. Doran, Doran, Doran Reese. Reese. Yeah. Um, and you find Doran Reese's uh, Facebook page. And uh, if I had to cast him, I'd say he is uh, uh, David Diggs um, and uh, uh, from Hamilton. And uh, he, um, you know... Uh, you are able to, I mean, his, his, his information is public, you know, he is mm -hmm. listed in the phone book, um, at an address, uh, in, uh, Sutton village in, um, uh, Jake, can you, uh, put up, um, Baronsdale South map for a couple of minutes? I love how much map, map work we're getting out of today. It's right? very exciting. <laughs> Quite nice. Oh, I, I had to upload, I, I gave Jake a ton of maps today because I had absolutely no idea what, what, what direction y'all were going to go into <laughs> oh this gosh. thing. So, so th this could have gone in a million different ways. So it's like. Love. Right. It's in Baronsdale, isn't it? Yeah. The <laughs> early cases were in Avalon and the more recent ones in Baronsdale. Mm -hmm. Moving. The movement. And there is Sutton Village down there in mid, um, you know, mid uh, western, um, or mid western, you know, Baronsdale uh, on the western shore, and uh, that that is where uh, that is where the address le uh, is located. If sorry, this is backtracking just a little bit, but if we look through his Facebook page, do we have? Sometimes you have like listed like parents, siblings. Can we like? Are there yeah. any photos of him with his dad? Can we get a look at what uh, what Ruben looks like? What did you get, Ulez? You get an eight, nine? Got an eight. Get an eight. You don't see anything, any pictures that look like somebody old enough to be his father. Cool. Mm -hmm. Just okay. checking. Um, are you headed there now? I don't see why not. We've been pretty. Yeah. Yeah. One no track. reason not to, right? Yeah. Okay, so you get back on the water taxi, and the water taxi takes you back to uh, the shore and. By the time you oh, are wow, get, yeah. you get to the van, by the time you are getting down to Sutton Village, it has turned to night. Uh, and it is night on, uh, what day are we on? We're on Wednesday, December 9th. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you arrive in Sutton Village at the address. I'm, I'm, it's not important. I won't bother giving it to yeah. you. And uh, it is it is a two-family house. And the address is one half of the two-family house, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, you know, it's nice. It's got a little lawn, uh, you know, and little windmill things on the, you know, little pinwheel things on the lawn, and uh, you know, maybe a, uh, uh, you know, just 
just kind of looks like uh, your average suburban or you know semi-urban kind of house. So are we? What's what's the plan? What's the play here? Are we going continuing with the direct approach, or do we want? Is this something we want to scope out first? What's the what's how are we feeling? Yeah. You're pinging. Uh, that's uh, an eleven. Okay, there is a man in the house. One person. You picking both sides or just just the side that you're looking at? I'm picking both. Uh, yeah. Well, still just one guy. Okay. I report this to my allies. Well, let's hope it's Doran. Yeah. Do I ping on or observe any stone organisms? Uh, one might not, for instance, collect uh, insects deliberately or small birds. Those might not. Those might be beneath the notice of something. But if someone were nearby here often enough, no, just the guy in the house. That's all. All right. Very well. Do we have our aviators yet? Did we did we do that? Yeah. Uh, did we stop to grab them? Was that we kind of like talked ourselves out of it a little bit? So I wasn't sure if we were committing to <sighs> it. Do you want to have done that? I can say you stopped on the way. I'll be happy I to do that. Why not? I think all of us having right. matching glasses is just so charming that even if it doesn't come into play, I like that visual. <laughs> yeah. I fly. Okay. Aviator seems nice. Yes. Yeah. We now all have matching aviator sunglasses. <laughs> all of them have like the different tinge, like to the mirrored. Mm -hmm. In our color. Yes. 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 yes, yes. <laughs> Art, artist brain. <laughs> I would like, I, I'm going to volunteer to go in or to knock what? on the door. Um, and we make a good point. If this is the father and one of us could just turn into a statue, correct? So we pulled up a bunch of pictures of the sun. Is that right, Rick? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would like to cast transformation. Ooh, Ulez holds up their phone with like the Facebook of this kid. <laughs> I think we're. I think we think this is the son, though, possibly, right? Yeah, and and yeah, it's gonna be awkward for him. Okay, I get cool. that. Awesome. Sort of a Lacan's mirror phase, if you will. Um, but uh, no, actually, it wouldn't be Lacan's mirror phase because like, I didn't get the Copernicus thing, but I can do this. Lacan's mirror phase is acknowledging that you exist from the outside, but seeing oh, yourself, yeah. that's more of like a, a clone situation. So mm -hmm. it's actually not that. Uh, plus, I would assume at some point he would have faced uh, Lacan's mirror phase as a child, which <laughs> is usually when that stage of psychological development happens. So <laughs> I would like to look like him. Is that, can I look like him? <sighs> Make a magic roll to see if you can get transformation. Here we go. This is intellect plus uh, occult plus roll. Uh, so that's going to be a 10. Uh, all right. It's close, but you got it. Um, and uh, you, you, you have transformation level three. Yes. And... Uh, let you turn into other things. Choose one of the following options. Humanoids is an option. You gain the including voice, whatever clothing they're wearing, scans, DNA tests. However, you do not gain your subject's abilities or other appearance if it's a powered person. Okay. Yeah. What I will so, say is that I haven't heard him speak, so I I don't know if I would 
uh, magically get that. That's a little too OP for my yeah. own player taste. Okay, give me a power roll. Okay, so this is gonna be three plus die of uh, six. Okay, you've only seen uh, some two-dimensional pictures of this guy on Facebook, and uh, the, the, the like, profile pictures... might be a little weird. Like... Yeah, not necessarily all like full body or anything. So let's say you 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 manage to contort yourself into, and, and this is all very weird for the three of you to watch as Vion's spell kind of like I'm starts, sorry. you know, just shifting his face, and you know, and and, and uh, you manage to contort yourself into a reasonable approximation of Doran Reese. Great. Uh, okay, everyone. Uh, I'll let you know if I see the him, me. Uh, okay. If he sees me. We have our yeah. turn on ear earpieces. Yeah, let's turn on yeah. the earpiece. Let's use that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you should probably just leave all that stuff on all the time. But okay, <laughs> probably. Yeah, we'll get feedback though for your like hug or something. Close, um, yeah. I'll yeah, go. we don't want to have always on mics with my powers. <laughs> That is a good point. Ow. So we should, like, should we just like hang out like in front of the garage or something? Just like wait for your signal or okay. Uh, we tuck I'll, away. I will knock on the door. And uh, you hear like one second. And yeah, some rustling around and then, you know, footsteps approaching the door and the door opens and uh, yeah, Doran race uh, uh, pokes his head through and he immediately looks out and he's like, bah! and like sort of jumps back and he's like, you kind of look like me. I get that all the time, and I would like to just shed it. <laughs> you mean you just like transform back into yourself, like right? Yeah. If, and, it, if I am looking at him with his face for too long, I think that's gonna. And he like just like and he like jumps back, you okay, know, and yep, stumbles yep. backwards, and he's like, what "We're really bad at first impressions." You're one of those. You're yeah. one of those power people. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's accurate. Listen, we don't got a whole lot of time. Is your father, uh, on the premises? My father? Yeah, yeah, your dad? No. Ruben? No. <laughs> okay, <low. laughs> we, we believe, uh, my, my friends and I, y'all can come out. He wants to come up, yeah, we'll come yeah. <laughs> And he kind of, like, peeks out the door and sees the three of you, and he's just like, who who are you? We believe I, that you're yeah. Hey, well, I'm beyond vigor. Uh, we can all go Benny. around. Uh, we greet you. We I am Ulaz. I do surgery in combat. Yeah, we're worried about the safety of your father. Have you talked to him recently? We think he's in danger. Uh, who? I'm sorry. Are you cops? No, or? no. Yeah, we get that no. a lot. We are private investigators. We're on a case right now, and we think that your father might be involved. Well, my father, why don't you come in? Okay, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. And you go in, and uh, yeah, it's a nice house. Um, sure. Can I quickly so cast Danger Sense <laughs> just to have it on? Yeah, give me your magic roll. Okay, yeah, so that's going to be eight plus die. Uh, 12. That will get you danger sense. Let me just make sure I understand once again. Let me refresh. Yeah, my I think it's just like a spidey Special sense. Special six get sense it. for yeah. imminent danger. You can use your danger sense level as the ability for reactions. Defend against attacks. Yeah, it's not going to tell us if he's like creeping across the street from his son's house in a car or something. But if he's about to jump us, right? Yeah. Okay. And I'm only using it for like storytelling purposes. I'm not too worried about like if we get into combat. I don't think Vion is adept enough right now 
to uh, use that. Danger, in danger sense level as the ability for reactions to defend against attacks or other sudden dangers and for awareness tests. Okay. Um, so we will, we will say that your danger sense uh, is in place now. Okay, um, great. At level three. And um, everybody make an intellect roll. Okay. Uh, can I add investigation? Yeah. Great. Seven plus. Uh, I've got an 11. Okay. Nine. Nine. 11. 11. Okay. Um, Vion and uh, um, Ulez, uh, as he leads you into the living room, you both notice that uh, on a particular you know, coffee table, there's a photo of this guy with an older gentleman. Um, he looks, uh, Doran looks much younger in the picture. And uh, the older gentleman, if I had to cast him, I would say he's uh, Giancarlo Esposito. <sighs> and um, he, uh, you know, they are arm in arm together. And uh, Doran sits you down. Uh, my father disappeared oof, eight years ago. Eight years ago? Yeah. That check, I think that checks out, right? That's a, uh, yeah, but I just didn't really think about the implications of that. That's a long time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you haven't been in contact with him in the last eight years then? Uh... No. We're again, we're not cops. We don't we're not here to arrest anyone and get anyone in trouble. We're just here to make sure that everyone's safe. That's all. That's a lot of dice rolls, Rick. It's been a while since we got awareness rolls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I sometimes forget to do that, but um he's just kinda um I don't know, what do you want to know? Has he made any contact with you in any way? It's different if someone goes missing and is just completely out, but it looks like from, you know, the pictures around your living room that you two had an amiable relationship at the very least. And uh, if he's made any effort to get in contact with you and to at least let you know that he's safe or something like that, that at least gets us a little bit closer to making sure that we can, you know, take care of your father if he is in danger. And he's like... Uh, well, it's a lot of rolls. Every time it stresses me out. Ulez, you sort of notice his eyes are darting uh, towards uh, a window at the back of the uh, room, you know, like on the opposite side of the building than the one you came in on. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no. Uh, Ulis, I'm just gonna walk over and like investigate that area. <laughs> yes, I'm a private yes. investigator. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You start walking towards the window, and uh, he's uh, yeah. I, I haven't seen him in eight years, and uh, he sort of starts like backing up a little bit. Um, I I see Ulis walking over to the window. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, hey, Ulis. Uh, oh yes. Do you mind uh, doing me a little bit of a favor? Mm. Um, but I gotta sort of whisper it if that's all right. 
Oh yes, come here. I'm I'm being um, an investigative. Oh, that that's 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 really great. Could uh, why don't you come over? Uh, why don't you come here and I'll whisper it, and then we can continue investigating. Okay. <laughs> the walk over like this is normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm gonna whisper. I think something's up. This uh, body language that he's exhibiting is a little suspicious. Um, and you're the heavy hitter of the team, so. There might you might need to transport uh, Cadrex and Benny out of here. Okay, understood. Great. How um, close is he to me? Uh, probably two feet or so. Okay, so if he's like next to me, and I I've seen now we always walk that way, walk they're doing their thing, but he's just gonna kind of lean in and be like, "Are you safe?" Make a. Willpower roll. Oh, God. God damn How is this more stressful than Steve? Okay. Right. Pat, I just, I, my dice hate me so bad tonight. Seven. Son's going to jail. Okay. Well, I mean, this guy's not Steve Stoughton, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, he's just sort of, you know, like under his breath, he's just sort of like, shed out back. The shed out back. Okay. Thanks. Everything's going to be okay. Um, I am going to turn back to the team and I'm going to phase and walk through okay. the wall and kind of hold like a handout. Hold the handout. Like to like, like I'll go check it out phased. Oh, oh okay. Um, okay. You walk through the back wall. Yeah. While this is happening, I'm going to ask him, I'm like, do you have any like, tea or coffee or something just to like give him something to do like oh that's good uh, and, and and he's just sort of like uh uh and kind of like starts looking towards the kitchen like you know a little confused like, water water uh, would even be cool just like well water yeah uh, yeah a couple okay. cups of water be great just like to normal movement happening in the house just in case and also to give him a task <laughs> and, and and he walks uh yeah he sort of kind of shuffles awkwardly towards uh, the, the kitchen. Um, and uh, what do the three of you do while Vion goes out back? Does he, I mean, trying to keep things normal, if this is the vibe that Benny is channeling. Um, yeah, I don't... We'll try and mimic he, that. If he's being secretive and weird, like, I'd rather it appear normal in here, so I'm just going to sit down and, like, listen for Vion. Okay. Um, Vion, you pass through the back wall and you find yourself, it's like, you know, it's a little backyard. It's got like a little, you know, patio table with an umbrella and some chairs and stuff like that. And a little, little patch of lawn. And then there is a sort of decent sized shed in the backyard. And, uh, what do you do? Um, okay. So there's a door right to the shed. Mm -hmm. This is the old fastball special for Vion here. <laughs> I'm going to unphase. Okay. I'm going to tap on the door and then rephase. I just need to make contact with the door. I'm going to rephase. I got the nod from Sam. Good. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> You're going to unphase. Yeah. Then tap on the door and then rephase. And then rephase. Yeah. And then um, once I've made noise, because I have to be, you know, corporeal to... Um, hey, you engage uh, crossbow safe procedures. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, okay, Vion. Oh, God. 
Okay. You unphase. Yeah. You tap on the door. Yeah. You reface. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you wait a couple of seconds and then you hear footsteps. Yeah. And the door slowly creaks open. Yeah. And there is this red flash of light. Okay. Not bad yet. The three of you on the inside, you see a quick red flash from the window outside. Okay. Ping. Uh-huh. Kadrax, give me a finger roll. Eight. Your ping goes through the wall and you detect the shed, a person running through the yard, or I guess they would be sort of like in, you know, in the middle of the yard since you're paying sort of stationary, and a stone statue right in front of the door. Do you tell us? Yeah, I'll say uh, if you go to look out the back window, you can see a statue of Vion Vigor right in front of that shed door. And on that, we will see you next week. You know, when I said this wasn't going to end well, I was thinking of something completely different, actually. Uh Well, that's horrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, it's all right. It's just the person with the, like, super versatile, I just magic the thing skill set. That's definitely the person who should be turned to stone. We're officially playing on hard mode. Yep. Yep. Well, I said they wanted to be a statue. Should have got out. (laughs) Could never careful have been what, any other way, could it? Vion should be careful of what you wish for. Um, <laughs> uh, oh you know what? Let's, you know what? It is scary, but, you know, Vion being frozen in his 30s? <laughs> worst fates for that man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, real quick, um, uh, we're... we're Oh yeah, we're we're, we're fine. Um, go around the table. Let the good people know where they can find you. Starting with uh, Caitlin Bruder. Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder. My heart is beating so hard right now. I just need everyone to be aware of that. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at kkamabr. And currently, my Wednesday show, uh, Infinite Horizon, over on Rule of Lore, is on our season break. But you can find everything on our YouTube. Rule of Lore over on YouTube. Uh, and I am currently trying to get back into streaming on my own channel. Right now it's on Tuesdays. I'm trying to do once a week for at least a few hours. Uh, we'll definitely be drawing at some point, maybe playing games if I have the focus for it. But otherwise, check that out. That is the same thing as my Twitter, but with one less K. <laughs> uh, Omar Najam. Everyone, I'm Omar. When I am not decorating backyards, I am on Twitter at Omar Najam. You can check that out. Also, the next chapter of Vion's book will be going up uh, tomorrow in the Q Times Discord. So check that out. Uh, things are starting to get answered and formed and take shape, which is incredible because, uh, man, what a gamble that was. <laughs> so <laughs> check that out. Uh, that'll be up tomorrow. Um, and it's what be kind easy. of a maniac would throw mysteries out there without knowing the answers to them? <laughs> 
for shame. Oh man. So anyhow, uh, and that's it. That's yeah. I think that's it. Oh, and also, you know, our friend Liz, uh, reads, reads the chapters, um, on Twitch. So check that out. Stay tuned in the discord to find out when that's happening. Um, and other than that, uh, stay hydrated. That's actually good advice. Sam DeLev. Hello, I'm aforementioned Sam DeLev. Uh, when I'm not being this alien, I am being extremely human throughout the internet void and constantly upstaged by felines. Uh, if you want to see where I am, where more important cats are, uh, you can find that broadcasting schedule on my Twitch about page, twitch.tv slash Delevely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y, and all of my one-off events and appearances uh, subject to uh, being bumped off the stage by felines. Uh, at Tchaikovsky, C-H-A-I-K-O-V-S-K-Y. And what a good finally, um, I mean, do we do, do we do B's cat or B who goes first? Um, I guess the cat. Yep, it's the cat. All uh, right. Well, so... we've heard from Cat B. Now it's your turn. <laughs> she has made her announcement. Uh, hello, I am your non-binary busy B. You can find me on Twitter is at B underscore Zelda. I am a podcaster, member of the Broadswords. I host Anime Attaché. I am a regular streamer. You can check me out streaming for Origins Game Fair every Thursday on Wasabi Anime, as well as I am the Dungeons and Dragons Adventures League community manager. And this is yeah. Tingle. We can't forget Tingle. Congratulations, <laughs> B. That is so awesome. Thank oh, you. Categories. That's not a stress now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Rick Bud. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at rbud913, or you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG, and I will be back here next week with um, most of these lovely and talented people. And, uh, yeah, I guess that is it. Um, thanks, everybody, for sticking uh, sticking around. Um, on that, the theater goes dark, and we are in Avalon in 1927. Uh, we're in a police interrogation room, and a police detective, if I had to cast him, I would say he's Thomas Jane, uh, is grilling a nerdy scientist type who I would say is Rain Wilson. Um, and the detective says, look, Dr. Yordi, if you didn't kill him, just tell us what you know. And, and Dr. Yordi shakes his head and he says, I, I, I don't know anything. And the detective says, ah. you know, one of the tough parts about being a cop is that people are always lying to you way more than they lie to the average person. And after a while, you can spot someone who's lying as easily as the average person can spot someone who's sad or angry or happy. You just get to know the look and you look like you're lying. And Dr. Yordi kind of shrinks into his chair and says, I don't have to talk to you. And the detective mm -hmm. says, that's true, but I do have a duty to catch the killer. So if you won't talk to me, that means I'll have a duty to tear your life apart. I'll have to search your house and your office and talk to everybody you ever met and dig up every last nasty thing that you've ever done in your life. And Dr. Yordi says, what makes you think I've done nasty things in my life? And uh, the detective smirks and he says, well, you're a human male, so I'll say the odds are better than average. And Dr. Yordi drops his head and the detective goes, and if I find anything, I have to throw the book at you. And I don't think a guy like you is going to exactly thrive in prison. And Dr. Yordi looks up as prison. 
And he's like, Detective nods. He says, like I said, I know you're lying to me. So if you don't tell me what I want to know, I have to assume you killed him. In which case, you can bet your ass I'm going to find something to hang you on. Wrong crime, right crime. I don't really care. As long as the bad guy goes to jail. And Dr. Yordi just looks up completely defeated. And he says, the detective leans in and says, now tell me everything you know about what happened to Dr. Orson. And on that, thanks for playing with us. Hey everyone, this is Sam DeLev. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do.